Cheers. Cheers, biggies. G'day, 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 and welcome to this week's episode of Cheers Biggies. I'm your host, Chad, and I'm joined uh, once again in the drunk cave by my uh, to the my side my drunken sidekick, uh, the the black Robin to my ginger Batman. It's Sid. <laughs> but which Robin am I though? <laughs> well, there was a black Robin just recently too. Um, oh, okay. Well, part of the Robins, I can't remember exactly, but yeah, but that, yeah. Well, Doesn't matter. Yeah, there was. Um, I'm flexible. <laughs> which we were with, okay, then. Which Robin do you want to be then? Would you want to be? Are you Dick, Todd, um, Tim, Damien, Carrie? Probably Dick. Or, yeah, not the best. Yeah, just straight up. <laughs> the number one. Right, yeah. Fuck, we started good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Quick, dead. Before we go any dead further, dead. what are we drinking? Uh, let me know. Let me know. I shouldn't be fucking knocking that around on the table. Big head. Big head. Yes. Well, fucking low carb shit. That's low carb. Yeah. Burley Brewing Company, Big Head, which I've got a uh, horror novel called Big Head, which is the most fucked up book I've ever read. <laughs> uh, it's no carb lager. Yeah. I'll have to I'll have to give you the book to read. It's Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked. Um, and I'm drinking uh, Murray's 262 Novocastria Brew. Uh, which was previously drank by episode seven's Tim Dirks. Mm. Please sponsor us. Uh, so there we go. <laughs> <More> Murray's. <Kraken. laughs> and and we've had Murray several times. Yes, um, yeah. So there we go. Yeah, you stay local. It's <laughs> 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 not bad, actually. Um, I'm I'm super picky with my beers. I don't like fruity fucking beers. That's mm. why I tend to steer clear of. Well, especially when they're so fucking hoppy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, like I, I, that's why I tend to tend to stand clear of, of like a lot of these IPAs and yeah. and craft beers because it's like somebody poured a fucking bunch of fucking fruits into oh. a beer. I want my beer to taste like beer. Yeah, I've been I've been staring off at a couple of um, like raspberry flavored ones. Okay, and I'm like just just out of interest because there is the difference between like a really hoppy sort of beer. Yep, and that just tastes like fucking pawpaw. That's what that taste is to me. It's pawpaw. Right. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, but yeah, like trying a different fruit in it. I'll, I'll try it once. Well, I've been drinking okay. a lot of um, vodka. Oh, yeah. uh, lately, uh, <laughs> because of the summer heat and my need to have to get drunk in the afternoon to be able to sleep for work, mm. I think I'd done <clears throat> three, or I'm on my fourth bottle of vodka in about three or four weeks. Alcohol, <laughs> uh, and it's not even good vodka. It's that Rostov, yeah. like twenty nine dollars. This but stuff that you really need to mix some good stuff. Well, in you got to. Well, basically, what you want to do is you want to freeze it. Yeah. Yeah. And it gets rid of that um, that hospital taste. That, yeah, <laughs> that's it. And so I've been drinking a point of dirt there, um, and then super clean, super clean. So I've been <laughs> drinking a lot of that with um, lemonade, or making my own little Moscow mules, which were um, vodka and ginger beer. Yeah, yeah. Talking about the cocktails uh, last, not last week, the week before. Um, I went to West's Wesley's Club, one of our local clubs here, yep. and I was drinking seventeen. I think it was about sixteen dollars, seventeen dollars uh, cocktails, and I was drinking these old fashions, and oh, they 
beautiful. <laughs> that was so good. And this one dude made them perfectly. Like, you had the proper glass and it had the perfect cut orange peel like yeah. in it and then a cherry on the side and it was just it was just done perfectly and then I went up for another time and another dude did it and he just put no effort it's in it's like he put he dipped his nuts in it it still <laughs> it still was it, I still drank it it still was uh, it still was enjoyable in my belly but like I wanted the presentation yeah yeah with it as well, well especially if you're getting like cocktail or something like that you don't want a half ass if I'm, if I'm spending nearly $17 on a drink yeah. I want it to be Magnificent. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes like, those those are those good nights where you actually go out and they give you a little fucking tab, like to put on the table, so that way they'll bring it to you when they're finally fucking ready. You know. Yeah. Well, like, they don't do that here. They just send you to the end of the bar, and you've got to wait for everybody oh, else no. to get theirs. Ah, <laughs> uh, but talking about like that, I have once uh, what like when uh, previous guest uh, episode seven, Tim Dirks, when he uh, him and his lovely wife got married. Uh, it was in Brisbane and I went up to Brisbane and there was a bar in Fortitude Valley called the Bowery and it's like this little speakeasy it's dark it's dim and all the bar staff wear like um, white shirts with uh, suspenders and ties and it's real kind of like it's got this real kind of speakeasy vibe and so I was I was sitting in the hotel room and I'm in Fortitude Valley uh Tim was uh, busy uh, that night because the wedding was the next day and yeah. I'm like, well, fucking, I'm going to... Um, go. I should go out. Bruce Vegas. So I'm sitting in the hotel room watching The Karate Kid on the TV in the hotel <laughs> and I'm like, what am I doing? Let's, let's go out. So I went out by myself and I ended up going down to the Bowery and I bought a 19-year, like, my... Glen something some Irish it was some Irish or Scottish whiskey yeah like Glenfiddich um, yeah, yeah. Glenfiddich I don't think it was Glenfiddich I don't know it was Glen Moray either. it was something it was 19 years one of them Glens it was um, I got a double and it had this carved ice cube like this large specially carved ice yeah, cube yeah. in it it was like thir- a $30 drink it was fabulous and then I ended <laughs> up spending nearly $500 in a strip club afterwards but that's <laughs> That's a different story altogether. I'm living um, life, <laughs> Vegas, why baby. Why not? Why not? Uh, uh, so it's been it's been a little bit since we saw each other. Mm-hmm. I think we saw each other straight after, not long after Christmas. Yep. Before New Year's, we didn't record last week because I was in the Fortress of Boozitude with, yep. um, which I still love. It's one of my favourites. <laughs> um, with Matt Smith for last week's episode, mm-hmm. and we're back now in the Drunk Cave. Um, I was on assignment. You're on assignment. Uh, yes. Um, how was your New Year's? What have you been up to? Um, okay, so... Oh, New Year's. We ate so much... Really? ...that it counterbalanced... Oh, yeah, because you, you had a barbecue on Yeah, here. it was just food, yeah, food-centric. All right? yeah. And, yeah, it was just so much food that it counterbalanced the hangover the next day. That's so cool. So we woke up, like, perfect. That's right? good. And, okay, I'm going to have to ask this question. Yeah, right? okay. Have you ever taken one of those... Sneaky epic shits that uh, only works. Sneaky? For, it, 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 well, it's like you're not expecting it to be like that big, all right? And it's just basically one straight cable that goes for like thirty <laughs> seconds, no clenching or anything like that. And then after it, you're like, I feel like my entire small intestine is empty right now. Oh wow! Yeah, I've d- <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> and it's even better when it's a clean snap. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're starting off strong. I love it. Happy New Year. Um, 
<laughs> yeah. See the uh, back. That's, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've, I, for years I had problems uh, in that department, but that mm. was because of the copious amounts of cigarettes I was putting yeah, into yeah, my body yeah. and uh, certain foods I'm allergic to, but I will not stop eating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I'm allergic to because I haven't been to the doctors to find out. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's but th- that's the amount it was this, of food. the amount of food, Jay. Yeah, wow. yeah, because we went. Um, th- there was only a handful of us here, like five, and we had seven, eight main courses. Wow, that I was it. Like it was just nonstop. There was a roast. There was um, like a roast lamb, a chicken on the spit, uh, smoked snags, um, uh, Islander dish that I do sop sop. All right, so Google that. You'll be able to see what it is. Um, it was just all on. And then there was like a big ass trifle as well. Oh, a trifle! <laughs> yeah, my uh, my crazy old boy would love that. No, he was a he's a that's a because that's a Scottish. I think that's a Scottish dish. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. Scottish dish. Something like that. Yeah. Um, I never liked it because it's just fucking too much. <laughs> it's too much. It's yeah. too much going on. It's too much going on, especially like um, it's like it's like a it's it's like a, a child. They so they ask the child, "What, <laughs> what do, do you, you want? want from the all you can eat?" <laughs> you. We want to make a dessert. Just what do you want? I'm going to turn my back and then I turn back and whatever's in there, we're going to make. And that's what it is. It's like handfuls of just candy and it's crazy. I'm going to start with cake and then I'm going to put a layer of custard on that cake and then I'm going to fucking put whatever the hell. I'm going to put a handful of jelly babies in there. uh, I was like, I had planned... Because you get you sent the you gave me the invite after we recorded uh, episode twelve, and I had planned to, but for me, and so this was New Year's Eve. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I had worked New Year's Eve. I had New Year's Day off. Um, so the Sunday was one of the hottest fucking days on the like it was mm. melting point. So I needed to be able to go to work for New Year's Eve that morning so I drank that after Sunday afternoon and I drank too much mm. um, I think I had about seven or eight uh, vodka and lemonades no no I had I was drinking the vodka and red, uh, ginger beers and I woke up it was one of those things where you had too much and then you've gone to sleep and then I've woken up an hour later needing to shit but also um, spew spew so I'm trying to stop one happening while doing the other. I've, I've had that moment as well where it's like the lower bowel movement is affecting the upper bowel movement. <laughs> so I was like uh, leaning on the cupboard. There's a cupboard in front of the downstairs toilet. I'm leaning on the front cupboard trying to position myself at a point where my body doesn't get bed spins. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I'm trying to stop the bed spin while doing the shit and then I got that done and then I'm like, okay, I'm not going to vomit. Fuck this. I'm not going to I'm not going to vomit. So then I went to bed and because I had been drinking for so much so so much in this period of time, I only ended up having like 3 hours sleep. Mm. So when I woke up, I was still drunk. Yeah. And I was still feeling like garbage. So all day I felt like f- like New Year's New Year's Day, and I had planned I was gonna sit I was gonna 
set up with me old girl and we're gonna watch we're gonna watch a movie and then watch the the fireworks on the TV but during the day I was gonna come here and I was gonna, and then I woke up that morning and I was like I'm not doing shit for the <laughs> entire fucking day so I was my New Year's I was in bed by nine thirty shit yeah oh my New Year's <laughs> good stuff <Yeah>. fucking oh. <laughs> oh, just the thought of booze that day was making me want to vomit. And then two days later, I started drinking again, so it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. Because, <laughs> hey, summer. Yeah. How was, um, how was how's the war against the Germans? Cockroaches. Oh, fucking. I can see the, I can see the, um, the war is still raging. Yeah, it is. Um, so, where at that point, I've gassed the shit out of them. I've put them in a chamber, gassed the fuck out of them. That's all I can say. Wait, wasn't that the other, <laughs> isn't that the other way around? Uh, and is this an alternate reality World War Two where the Jews <laughs> did that to the Germans? Is that what giant <laughs> islander is? <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Yeah, so uh, finally got the pest guy in after like a week of cleaning. Oh, really? It was, yeah, I I set up like a makeshift cleaning station on the on my ute in the backyard where I was just pulling everything in, washing it. Letting out the dry, putting it in a box, then taking it back inside. And yep. And right now, um, you probably haven't seen it because I had to clean this this room for us. But yep. until like I think it was eight o'clock this morning, there was nothing but like death on the ground. Really, like, anything that was crawling in this house is just fucking gone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and they are they are still around, but well, we've got a couple of a couple more days to wait for them to die off anyway. So right, okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, so mm. but it has been a fucking nightmare. That that sucks. Yeah, um, I can't like we've got we've got some at home and they're fucking pieces of shit. I, yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan of cockroaches, especially for me with. With them, it's when um, you don't realise you've got one on you, and then you do, and then you freak the <laughs> fuck out. Well, that that was me uh, the other night. I was just um, sitting here, uh, just doing nothing, just having a few beers and watching some TV and that. Yep. And because this is when all the death was happening, all the American cockroaches, the big ones, decided, oh, it's going to be a free-for-all. Let's go flying everywhere. So I'm sitting here with like cockroaches flying the, around the room. Of course they're the big ones. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're flying around the rooms while the Germans are on the ground. Uh, it's, it's World War Two all over again, but it's in uh, yeah, Sid's place. Yeah, the Germans are on the ground copping dust boot. Um, so <laughs> did I ever tell you about the last time that, um, that we're trying to get rid of like the German cockroaches out of this house. No. Okay, so my sister was uh, in the states at the time, and um, so she tends to just um, go uh, away every time there's cockroach cockroach infestation. No, it's just the best it's time for me to fucking do right, it. Because okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> she's current. Because she currently was away. Was she still away when you first? When I first started started cleaning, cleaning up, and all up? That, but then I fell behind on schedule. And, and so she, when she, she got back, then she had to help out. That's hilarious. But the last time, she was completely out of the house. Like, she yep. was in the States, um, yeah, doing that. And here I am, all right, it's 
fucking it was it was a day like, like today like boiling fucking hot all right yeah, was, we're like, in a 32 i think a 32 yeah. 34 day today yeah yeah so she tends to go north when it's sort of winterish or something like that for them yep. so here i am sweat my balls off all right i'm <laughs> i'm crawling through the cupboards and stuff in the kitchen i'm trying to oh. scrub i've got sugar soap all over me trying to scrub the walls like sweating like nothing else receiving these messages from her of her at um i think it's like sun records in memphis or something like that with a microphone that elvis buddy holly all these stars fucking used to record oh, really showing off and i'm like balls deep in like cockroach shit <laughs> <laughs> so she sent me this photo of her posing with it me going i fucking hate you blah 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 balls deep in cockroach shit then sent that off to her and then her laughing back at me so then screenshot that off put it on facebook and said nah fuck you <laughs> dobbing you in that's hilarious <laughs> fucking hell but so the the war of attrition is 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 continuing and you should be i should be free um in about a week about a week yeah okay. yeah well i hope you win the war yeah <laughs> Hey, last time I did it, I got two years free. So. Well, that's good. That's yeah. good. Uh, for me, just working and the heat, but mm. then, you know, um, it's it's been it's been too hot and that's the the stuff that uh, like that annoys me yeah yeah um, the main part because it's just it's been too hot and trying to sleep and I can't sleep because it's too hot and then um and then I'm every time I'm going to go to bed the neighbors start mm. and uh so that's why this week I wished I was uh, I had witnessed a multiple murder um <laughs> it, it was one of those moments where you wanted I wanted to witness it I, I needed I like I would have been comfortable with the trauma and the uh, therapy sessions and everything it would have caused afterwards after witnessing it but I needed to witness it so I was sitting writing notes for today's episode this was, was this this was Thursday Thursday I was writing for today's episode and I heard the, the, like this noise at the front of my house and it's a noise we've all heard if you live anywhere around these this type it's the junkie argument <laughs> the junkie argument and uh, it was the type of argument where it's just um, noise swear words and more noise yeah. so it's high pitched shrieking um, swear words high pitched shrieking you can't really make out you can make out probably five actual words words out of every little chunk of Noise. So it was blah 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 F blah 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 C, C F C <laughs> F C F C. Yeah, uh, it's a football club. Um, <laughs> but this was uh, like it was an, a fight involving five people, all yelling and screaming and swearing and extra dashes of violent threats to one another. Uh, and the argument was about dun 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 a push bike. A push bike had been stolen. This one bloke was yelling at this woman who had her, had a car who looked like a normal person who just happened to be f- friends to these junkies or these whatever, whatevers, these, yeah. these miscreants. Uh, and he was going off at her, uh, this one guy was going off at her about the bike being stolen and he wanted the bike back. And um, he was going to, A, 
uh, headbutter, bite her nose off, um, <laughs> uh, smash another guy, uh, do all this all over. What I like to now call, because um, I've seen a lot lately from where I work, uh, the methadone moped. That's what I'm calling bush, po- bush bikes <laughs> from now on, the methadone moped. Uh, because legitimately, uh, every week I see about six of these bogan drop kicks, and they're all on their push bikes. I think I can explain that, but keep on telling you because story. it's because it's because it's an easy way to <laughs> to travel. I, but I, well, I, there, there is some more, but like keep on going with you. I just like the joke of the method on. Yeah, yeah, no, and um, it does make sense. It absolutely does. And I've got nothing wrong. I've got I've got I've got no problems with push bikes. If like. I've been I've been thinking about getting a push bike to ride to work to, uh, but I'll be riding to work and I, I hope I don't look like I've, uh, I'm a junkie. But um, <laughs> it's just I've seen a large amount of these these types um, around my work, and it was watching this argument. So I'm standing, I hear it, I get up, and I'm in my my room. I've got a balcony, uh, like, so I'm standing. At my curtain, looking down, watching this <laughs> yeah, argument, just fine on the neighbors. I was, uh, I should have got my popcorn out. Yeah, um, yeah. Like it was, oh, it was, it was days. good. I love them days. And it was the first time in a while, uh, well, actually in a while, first time ever that I'm watching it going, yeah, just kill each other. <laughs> do it. Just do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Just like Palpatine. Just like, smash each other. Like <laughs> kill one it. of them looks like Miss. Uh, one of them looks like a um, like a pig in a wig. Um, the other ones um, one of the other guys he looks like he's um, a skeleton wrapped in Devon and his bottom jaw is under his eyes Um, the other one um, is uh, and this is the key point I'm missing out and I wasn't going to go into into kind of detail because I was like well um, they might um, they might be able to listen to this podcast via their stolen phones and stolen laptops. And then look in the um, mirror going, fuck, is he talking about me? Is he talking about me? But then I was like, fuck <laughs> it, I'm, I don't give a fuck. Uh, the main one that was doing all this has one arm. Hmm. So the guy doing all the threatening and all the what's-its has one arm. And he has one arm um, from the elbow, or the, his one of, I can't remember which arm it was, from the elbow up. Okay. Uh, all so right, he's got a right. little, little yeah, kind of so stumpy. He's got half, but, half his yeah. arm still there. Yeah. Okay. So this is all happening. I'm sitting there just going, just fucking kill each other. Just do it. <laughs> I will take the therapy sessions. I'll be a witness at court. I don't care. I will just, just to clean up the area. I want to see blood on the streets. <laughs> So it's where just, you just like get the stereo out and start blasting like uh, Crazy Train by fucking Aussie. <laughs> and no, I just like start playing Cannibal Corpse. Just yeah, trying to edge yeah, it on. Really edge it on, yeah. But the, the, the major... Nah, new metal. Our, our, <laughs> <laughs> and the thing that I wasn't going to say because I didn't want to, like I wasn't going to go into details, but I already have, was the funniest moment of it all. Mm. And it involved... The key person, the main the aggressor. Man. So, yes. Yeah. Um, he he punched one of the people with the arm that's <laughs> only from the elbow up. And, and this isn't this isn't yes this isn't me uh, 
having and you know making fun or attacking or joking at amputees and whatever. But when they're um, a bogan fuckwit that's uh, and a junkie or whatever that's threatening a woman to bite her nose off, and smash a car, and smash her face, and all because his bike was missing, which. Fast forward a little bit. I think it wasn't missing. He just didn't know where it was because yeah. I saw them later Actually with it. Actually left it behind yeah. the bushes or something. But he threw a punch at the bloke with the arm that has no arm from the elbow down. And um, I'm not going to lie. Um, I laughed so hard <laughs> that um, I'm surprised I didn't hear it. <laughs> uh, it. Oh, I, I feel so bad for laughing about that, but... Like, I know the type of people that you're talking about and... You, and I'm not, and that's why I have no problems making the joke that I'm doing or and saying what I'm saying because I'm not making fun at the larger, um, the larger world of amputees or yeah. the disabled. I'm making fun of one fuckwit one who fuckwit. threw a punch with his stumpy arm <laughs> that hit the guy in the chin and he didn't react. <laughs> It was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I had this image of like a stick of salami just going. It was just this. It's fucking yeah. Like so that's that's it. That's me. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm moving on because we've got to get fucking hung for this one. <laughs> it's it's and yeah. I just wanted to witness a multiple murder. I just wanted the drugs. I wanted the shit. I wanted the, the all that shit. Oh, the like, fuck off. off because that's no yeah. that's what's in this area. Mm. I've got more drugs. When we first moved into the area, it was older people and normal families, and now you've got more junkies and more drug dealers Mm. than old people, and all they do is cause trouble and yell and scream, and they're human scum that um, if... If well, I had gotten my way, if I if there was a, if I had a big blue genie in my room at that point, I would have wished for a multiple murder, and I would have sat there, <laughs> would have gone out on my balcony, and would have got some popcorn, and I would have watched it. Yeah. Hey, we've, what does we've, that say about me? <laughs> we've talked about like uh, the neighbourhood that you live in before about cars getting burnt constantly. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. Episode one so, it was a burnout car. Yeah. So um, yeah, they're all fucked. Yeah. <laughs> So that was that was my week. Yeah. So I was taking care of the Z Germans and And I was witness I was wishing for a multiple murder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just getting stabby with knives. Um, <laughs> so we were doing a I, I, I sent uh, I sent you a message a couple like earlier in the week mm-hmm. basically saying I wanted to do a topic episode because we hadn't done I think the last one was video games. We hadn't done a real kind of semi like focused Yeah. Topic yeah, episode yeah. for a little while, and um, I was watching TV. And then you just went, "Let's do it. Let's yeah. do TV." Cool. Because there is a shitload to talk about. <coughs> um, and I was going to bring. We were going to talk. I got you to watch a trailer just before we started recording. Mm. I was going to bring this up now to segue into this talk, but we can probably I can move that down into later on. Uh, into this other section because it kind of it kind of fits but um, TV TV it's we're in a golden age of television yeah it's fucking all, there, there are that many broadcasting networks right now there's more TVs you can shake a stick at yeah um, and it is very hard to pick like your favourites from all the different of current TV yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's I had a joke here. 
but this week's topic, we're going to talk about the boob tube. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, that's right, we're talking about our favourite tits on television. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we're talking about TV. But if I had to pick Game of Thrones and their multitude of magnificent boobies. Um, <laughs> I'm actually glad that um, you bring this episode up now, but you tackled that last week. We okay. talked about Game of Thrones in that. Yeah, th- th- yeah that- because I'm, I'm one of those people who is banking it. So... Uh, Game of Thrones will play into the ne- one of the sections we've got coming up, and I don't mind if. But you we're got not like good, a, but I don't I mind if you got most. like a lot of spoilers and stuff. I watched, I listened to last week's episode, and there was a lot of spoilers. And, but I, I'm one of those people who's like, I will hear it and then just get rid of it because I am banking it. It's and also, it's uh, I see it as a point where um, a lot of. A lot of Game of Thrones has already it's existed for so long, and you can't tiptoe around spoilers yeah. when it's uh, yes, like seven especially seasons with Facebook deep. and all that sort of shit. Like yeah. every episode when it was air, when it's airing weekly is oh, don't put any spoilers up, and then there's always those fifteen fuckwits <laughs> just like a, nah, 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 nah. But and you can't you can't escape it. We're in a golden age of television mm. where TV is better than. It's getting to be better than film. Well, especially, uh, I've been thinking about this a lot, all right? And because of having so many, like, broadcasting networks and stuff like that, especially over, like, your Netflix and stuff, all yeah. right, via the interwebs. Yeah, we've got these, these new streaming what? things, which are, you know, Netflix kind of started this, and then Amazon got involved, iTunes is getting involved, yeah. you've got Stan over here in Australia, you've got yeah, Disney yeah. Plus coming out um, at the end of the year. You've got the DC Universe, which we don't get, but we get all what they're doing on Netflix. It's and yeah. that's just that's just that. Then you've got the HBO, your Showtime, exactly your, the um, the other AMC. broadcast networks for for your pay TVs and all that sort of stuff. And there's just that much out there that like having to pick little tiny bits and pieces is actually sort of fun. It's like going to the supermarket and going, oh yeah, and. It's it's getting it's a, to a point now where they're able to tell um, better stories on television mm. because of it being a long form. You can tell a long form story as opposed to only having two hours on a film. Yeah. So you can get into these characters. You can get into the story, and that's why adaptions are working so much better on TV than they are in film because you can you can get into the nitty gritty. You can get in between the lines if it's a book adaption. You can get into yeah. Um, behind the panel if you're doing a comic book adaption on, on TV as opposed to film and that's why I think back in the day like, that's why TV now is in a in a golden age where mm. we're seeing the best that there is for television now and when back in the day it was a place that you only had TV actors and you weren't yeah. if you were a TV actor you, you didn't do you film you didn't do film and, and then, it, even if it was, it, it was just a small minor role or some shitty movie because you're famous and because of that yeah. show. And, and, and it used to be you'd never see The Cross. Mm. And now you're, yeah. getting, you're getting these like big, t- big <laughs> time like actors being in TV. Like you had like Anthony Hopkins, Westworld, mm. Matthew McConaughey and... Um, a guy who started uh, Woody Harrelson who started on TV in Cheers back in the day in mm. True Detective you've got you get it's, it's just it's it's now it's one but TV is better than movies yeah yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. and I, I especially especially since binge watching shit is one of the best things and ever. that's and that's a new phenomenon but 
the thing that started, I think, with this current explosion of um, event television and must-see TV started with Lost. Mm. Lost was the mm. water cooler show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was from then when people realized, oh, wait a minute. It doesn't have to be a laugh track, four cameras, um, set in a, uh, you know, doing a sitcom. You can yeah, do yeah. a, you can do a TV. A long form story. You can do a movie as a long form story yeah. on television. Yeah. And that was the birth into it. And since then, we've had everything, everything. like that. Everything is a build up to the end of a season, to the end of an era of that, that one show. And, and we're getting to a point now where, like what's coming up in 2019 and that's that's what I've got mm. I've got written here I've got like a whole bunch of TV that's coming out just this year I've got five pages of notes of just television that's coming <laughs> out this year and this and only a couple of them are new seasons of pre-existing shows the rest of them are all new shows mm. yeah 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 and then you've got everything else that's coming back this year yeah it's 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 insane. <laughs> yeah. um, so the first part I want to get into is what we're watching now. What is if, if you've got any any show any new shows that you've just found or any old shows that you're rewatching? What are you watching now? What am I watching right now? Yeah. Okay, so currently, even though we're going to steer clear of cartoons and stuff, all right, it it can work, but I just the. My, my, I, I wrote it on, uh, I posted this on uh, Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter to get people to tell me about what shows, which mm. we're going to talk about later, they'd like to see be rebooted, remade, or a sequel series, like a modern yeah, yeah. new sequel series. And a few people posted cartoons, and yes, they are TV, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I've, got a, I've got a future episode where I want to talk cartoons, and I just... But, yeah. I just see it as a separate entity. Well, so, uh, yeah. But if you are watching a, uh, um, a serialized television show that happens to be animated, by all means. Say. Yeah, so I've been watching Voltron. The new Voltron, yes. yes. Yep. Um, On Netflix. Very, uh, very good. Okay. We'll get into that when we do the cartoon. With episode. the cartoon, because we'll, right. we'll talk about the past and the present. Um, I, I, I started to watch it. Um, I've heard that the first season is kind of a little bit of a struggle to get through. It doesn't really pick up until the second season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can get into the aesthetics of it. I'm just mentioning that one for now. Yeah, this, okay, cool. Because that's what I've been watching, you know. Um, when it comes to... So, that is the newer thing. I've finally finished off uh, uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Uh, yeah, so yeah. you're up to date with that? I, yes. I never finished yeah. the first season. I just, I never got around to finishing it because as we'll get into, I watch so much television. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not funny. See, um, <laughs> uh, that show in particular for me because, you know, I love my B grade and all that sort of stuff and watching um, Raimi and Tappert revamp their original storyline of like the evil dead to give us a sequel series based within that world yeah yeah, yeah it just it felt right yep. okay and knowing their history and stuff like that is to me is exactly what b-grade sort of shit should be yep. you know so th that's why it was very fun and enjoyable for me to watch this thing and it's very there's a lot of joking and stuff oh, like that. and yeah. I, I know they play they play more into the um Evil Dead 2 to Evil Dead 3, uh, yes. Army of Darkness, that more of the comedic side. The comedic side. Um, 
Yeah. I'm going to, it's on my list of things to watch. Now that it's it's come to a close and it's the full three seasons, yeah, yeah. I will binge it at some point. It just, yeah, 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 I never got around to finishing it. Yeah. So that's what I've finally finished off uh, just recently. Um, and, okay, here's something that I'm going to go and do again. Yep. All right. Okay. Because you've got those couple of shows oh, that you God. just watch over and over yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, first of all, yeah, I love me Star Trek. So I've got to finish OST off. or. Like uh, uh, Next Generation or Voyager. Okay, so, so you're just going to go all the way through. What I, uh, what I always do is I don't go in an order. All right? I don't go the original Star Trek I, and then go into Next Gen. So you don't do it chronologically? Uh, I just go, oh, I'm going to do this one this time. And you'll just you know? watch that season. Yeah. So, so you go, I'll do Voyager time, and I'll do all... F- yeah, yeah. Three, so, four seasons of Voyager. So this is the the way that I've been watching it. Over the past couple of years, it's been every now and then I'll pick one up. and then yep. Yeah. So as part of my rewatch and all that sort of stuff, it went Voyager and then I went uh, Deep Space Nine. Now I'm doing Next Gen. Um, and it's just still building up for, um, what's the name, um, the new season coming out. Uh, for Discovery. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm not too super keen on the new style of it. But um, I think um, with the new... I think they, they lost a lot of people. I know a lot of... The, I, I know a few hardcore Trekkies that love it, but then I know some that don't. I, I, I know that I think this next season is merging more closer to the OST timeline because you're bringing yeah. Pike and you've got... Um, a young Spock in I, it. I, I think this next season, I think, will I'll, be, will get a lot of more it. people in. Yeah, I'm 50-50. When I watched the, uh, that first season, I was 50-50 because of um, Klingon boobies. Uh, that was I don't it. like the, <laughs> the I new don't, Klingons. I don't like the look of it. Um, no, no, no. But, yeah, so, um, yeah, that's, I've, I've got to finish off next gen, but, what I'm thinking about doing is, before I even completely finish that back off, I'm going to do my biannual, um, biannual, I don't do it twice a year, sorry, uh, for, how do you say to, every second year? Um, every second year. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Smallville. Ah, uh, so you run through all nine? Ten. Ten seasons. Is it ten? I think so. Uh, I think it was... Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. But yeah, like um, I've done that about three times. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't, I can't rewatch that show now because oh. comic book shows are so much better they're, now. They're so much better now, and they embrace the mythology. I think, uh, I and think that show I, didn't until <laughs> towards the end. And I think what I like about that show is um, Michael Rosenbaum as Lex is the. <laughs> And uh, Kirsten Crewick, Lana Lang, yeah. and Alison Mack, the sex cult. The sex um, cult. sex cult. The sex cult cultivator. Why, why <laughs> couldn't Why couldn't she be over here doing that sex cult? I would judge. <laughs> I'd take that brandy. Yeah, no, no, no. You can nexy me, nexy me to the next week. Uh, but I do, I do like the um, the the back catalog, like casting. Every. Uh, like, I'll rewatch that show and go, oh, fuck, that's right. Sarah, uh, Sarah Carter? Fuck, I've forgotten her name. Certain actors and actresses like, just pop up in it. And I'm like, oh, my God. I love the sh- like. Don't get me wrong. I love the show as I was watching it. Mm. It's now in hindsight that I, I, I just can't because it's not... 
is doing, not what it's not doing <laughs> what these yeah, shows are doing yeah, now. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. But th- those are the those are those shows that I go back to. You go back to. So there's yeah. no, no there's nothing else that you watch week to week that's on like on like TV or oh, it that depends. you just um, okay. So it, it depends as well. Like because um, you know me, I've got my YouTube account and all that. So when Cobra Kai came out, it was a thing for yep. me. Um, I'm currently looking forward to uh, Wayne. I want to see that fucker. Um, I don't which, even know what that is. Okay, um, I'll show you a trailer later on. Yep. Um, yeah, it's just. And is, this, is this a YouTube? It's show? a YouTube show. Yeah, right. uh, because they're they're doing it all free now. They uh, except this for year, this year is going to be um, the last, and at the end of around this time, everything that was previous. Is free, is free uh, on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, so they're going to turn into like a commercial network TV sort of series when it comes to the big budget TV. Because they're not shows. doing they're not doing the big they're not doing that anymore. They're only focusing solely, I think, kind of on Cobra Kai. The next season is going to be their only kind of red show that they're doing. They're uh, dropping think, all the other seasons. I, don't I think, think Origin and so you got Wayne Origin and Cobra Kai are going to be still in. Oh, it's still going to stay the same. It's just at the end of the year. Uh, what your YouTube red or YouTube premium account is going to become is just the same as Spotify to get rid of the ads. Right. Okay. Yeah. See, I don't care about ads, so I would watch because yeah. I want to watch. Oh, um, for me, on the YouTube side, I want to watch uh, Ryan Hansen solves crimes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is Dick Casablancas from uh, <laughs> from yeah. the Mars. Um, there's that, and there's another one where. Um, can't remember his name. He's a comedian. He's in a lot of stuff where he finds a dead body. Every, yes, yeah. I fucking watched all of that, and he's fucking hilarious. I want to watch it. That's um, funny or die. Yeah, um, yeah. Cool. Uh, one show I've got to recommend to you is Robo in Dallas. So when everything goes free, yeah, check I'll, out that I'll, one. I'll, I'll, yeah, I've, yeah, got, yeah. I've got an ad blocker. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so have you heard about Robo in Dallas? No. Okay, so um, cartoon space truckers, one of those sort of uh, stories. Yep. Run by the WWE com- uh, company. All right, like the, that's the production company that does it. So it might be on the WWE network. It might be. So I might be able to watch it via yeah. my brother's network. So Nemo. it's um, uh, John Cena as a robot. Uh, accompanied by Cat Dennings as like a redneck. Oh, um, okay, I'm already done. Oh, yeah, Cat Dennings. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'll watch it. I'll give it that. Yeah, um, I think I have heard. I think it's only new. It was last year or something like that. Uh, Okay. But, you know, like, yeah. But, yeah, so Wayne is one that I want to go watch. Uh, Origin was another one that I ended up watching, um, which... um, I should actually try and fucking bring this up on the IMDb's. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which, uh, Origin, even though we've got, like, a, a good rating, it's a hard watch. Okay. Unless you're a sci-fi dude. So, so, so while you're looking for that, just ask you: um, Are there shows on Netflix that you watch besides like uh, Voltron? Is there anything else that? Oh, I've been going through like Sabrina and all that sort of so, stuff. So, I do like Sabrina. So that, Sabrina, that so is, Sabrina yeah. would be on your list as well. Yeah. Um, um, also, uh, and Riverdale as well. But I, I, I don't know. Riverdale is starting to. I'm starting to back away from it. I I haven't finished. I only yeah. like three episodes in, um, okay. but most of the stuff that I'll probably mention coming up, that you'll have an opinion on. Oh or yeah, you'll 
you'll talk about. So I am full on getting into Netflix. You know, I never was a full on Netflix, Netflix sort of a person, but yeah, I've had my okay. binges. <laughs> I'll um, that's got Tom Felton. And he's legitimately the only person I know in there. Yeah, except for the uh, chick from um, Game of Thrones. Which one? Uh, right at the start of the listing there. Natalia Tanner. Yeah. Who was she in Game of Thrones? Uh, she was a dude with um, that Holdor fella. Yeah. The one that I... Okay, that we talked I about. I heard about I, you I said, last week. <laughs> when I said that like, she had like the best boobs in the show. Like It was one of those things where you saw her and I was like, oh yeah, and then she got naked and I was like, fucking damn. <laughs> Right, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Ah, oh, cool. How do I get... Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just put back here and um, click on my phone. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, for me, what I'm watching, I'll go into what I'm... Uh, unless there's more... Oh, no, that's about it. Because there's bound to be some stuff I know that, that you're I've probably going to bring some stuff up and then I'll be like, oh, yeah. It, and this is just... So, this is the new stuff that I'm watching now that mm-hmm. I've just started watching. So, um... A lot of this new stuff, because a lot of the shows that I do watch are in a in a break at the moment because of the Christmas New Year's yeah, break, and they're just yeah. slowly starting to come back in now. I've um, I found a couple of shows that um, that I've started to watch just in that break. I usually do it with other shows that I'm kind of like. So I used to do it with like Supernatural. So when a show would go, like I leave shows. I leave new shows for the break period between seasons. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll binge like your your Blacklist and your Supernatural and your other shows. And I'll do that in the meantime so I'm not sitting there with a thumb up my ass in the yeah, three yeah. months between July, uh, July, August. Most shows end, end of June and beginning of July and then most shows come back end, middle to end of September, beginning of October with, mm. in that original break. So most of these shows I've just started to. The Marvelous the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on Amazon. It's from the creator of Gilmore Girls. Uh, I just started the second season because there's only two seasons so far. It's won heaps of awards. It's got Alex Borstein, uh, who is the voice of um, Lois Griffin. Uh, yes, in yes. Family Guy. It's about yeah. a... Um, I don't know if I've spoken about it. Um but she's a stand-up comedian in the nineteen you, end of the nineteen fifties. Touch on this, yeah, yeah. Um, it's fantastic. It's it's got like a it's got Lenny Bruce in it. Uh, the guy that I plays the, Lenny Bruce is I saw fucking the amazing. For it and I thought, oh, that looks a bit quirky, you know. Like it is so funny. Yeah. Um, it's really really good. I love the show. Like I watched the first episode and I was like, I'm done. That's it. I'm I'm <laughs> going. I'm, and I went bang 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 all the way through yeah, right yeah. into the second season. I haven't watched a lot for the last couple of days because some of my shows have come back so I've I'm repositioning shows back into my viewing schedule because <laughs> okay. I have certain shows on certain days that I have to watch at certain yeah, times yeah. I'm fucking weird um, <laughs> uh, so uh, I've got a couple of Netflix ones uh, The Haunting of Hill House I'm yeah, almost, I started I'm almost watching finished that. I've um, started watching that fuck, and it's so good yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic it, it, yeah, I've just got to really sit down and just go bang, fucking get it done. Do you need yeah. to sit and you need to just watch that screen because there's, yeah. and from what I know of that show, there's a lot of things that are happening and there is um, about a hundred or something ghosts throughout the show that you don't don't see even see until oh, you shit. know that they're there. Like there was one I was watching an episode last night and there's one 
the character is walking through the house. It's one of the flashback scenes. He's walking through the house and there's these two statues and he walks past and they're faced one way and then the camera turns, does something, comes back and one of the statues is facing the opposite direction. Fuck. And I just caught it. I was like, oh, damn, son. This is going to be fucking good for me especially um, because I was one of those guys that uh, used to always see the sneaky alien that was always in the South Park episodes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff in the back. <clears throat> and it's the the director Mike Mike Flanagan. Um, mm-hmm. He's done a couple of things on uh, on Netflix already. There's a sh- that movie Hush. Oh yeah, the woman that gets a uh, deaf woman that gets motivated. Yeah. I've been planning on watching that. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He's done another one called Before I Wake. I haven't watched. Um, he did the adaption of the. Richard Bachman slash Stephen King book um, Gerald's Game, which is supposedly unfilmable, but he did it and he knocked it out of the park. Okay. He's got this. Um, and coming up, he's doing the Shining sequel, uh, Doctor Sleep. Yeah, yeah. Um, he is amazing. The show is fantastic. The acting is just out of this world. Highly recommend it. I love it. Mm-hmm. If you're a horror fan, yeah, you'll love it. If you're not a horror fan, watch it. You'll get scared. Um. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I think I'm only like five, four, five episodes in. I still haven't finished it. I've got to. Um, I'm loving it. I just got so much that I watched. That especially like you, you see the characters from the old sitcom and all that sort of stuff. Even though like this is the comic book adaptation, but you grew up with the like original teenage, Sabrina. The, yeah. uh, see, I never watched the original one. I didn't. Li- I wasn't a fan of it. Mm. Um, well, for, uh, from my uh, my stance, where I'd watched a few, uh, like not the entire show, but enough of it to yep, get totally. it, and then to actually watch these characters in a different light, and it's like, that's that's a bit harsh. Yeah, <laughs> why they like that? And it's got that. Ho- I like the horror vibe of the show. It's mm. got that um, Buffy meets mm. um, the Riverdale because it's set within. It's done yeah. by the same guy. It's set within the same universe as Riverdale. Yeah. Riverdale do mention uh, Greendale a lot. That's cool. Uh, in the um, second season, so. I'm, a, I'm a massive fan. Um, yeah, uh, Luther just come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, they <laughs> they did the four episodes, so I'll get, I'll get me Idris. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you get get Idris. my boy Idris in. Um, I've only watched the first. I've started to watch the second. I'm trying not not hard because there's only four episodes, and I don't want to burn through it. Yeah. And I don't want to burn through it because. The gap between seasons four and season five was three years, about three years. So, and I know this is a show that Idris loves to be in, and he wants to do it so much. So there will be always it, more. But uh, even though even though I don't watch that show, it, why was there such a gap? Was it cancelled and then brought back? No, it was never cancelled. It, it was it just was it just went on a hiatus. He had other things to do. He did his yeah. kickboxing in. Um, uh, Thailand. Oh um, God, he's a kickboxer. <laughs> he, he went. Jesus so he's Christ. got a series where he went and he learnt to kickbox, mm. do muay thai in Thailand, and had a professional muay thai fight against a professional muay thai fighter in Thailand, <laughs> and won the fight. Damn. Uh, he's a DJ. Oh, for fuck's sake. He's a DJ in his spare time too. Butter, butter him up on my toast, man. <laughs> <He's>, uh, <laughs> Uh, there's a new show that's just come on Netflix and I'm going to talk about it because I watched the first episode and I f- absolutely fucking fell in love with the show is Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. Okay. 
it is not my usual type of show. Uh, it's a reality show. Um, and, but it's... Um, Marie Kondo is this uh, expert in tidying. And so the show is this tiny little Japanese woman, Marie Kondo, mm. going into these American people's houses uh, that have got just shit going on. And she helps them tidy. About them finding the joy in tidying and... Um, uh, and in organizing their house, um, her it's so surprisingly watchable. She's just yeah. this, this, this. Her enthusiasm and her energy is infectious. Uh, she, she gets so you go in. She goes into the house and you know, do your clothes, and this bike needs to fuck off in the background. <laughs> okay. Oh, and yeah. it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Um, so she goes in, she does the clothes and she gets you to go through each item of clothing in your that you're going to get rid of. And the ones you're going to keep, you put in one pile. The ones you're going to get rid of, you say thank you mm. to each piece of clothing. You thank it for its time and you put it off to the side. It's quirky. A lot of people find her weird or whatever, but she's, she's fucking awesome. And then the way she folds clothes blew my mind. Okay takes a normal size shirt and it's this tiny little fucking ball that you can stand up in your drawer. What the fuck? Yes. <laughs> um, she's got all these like wacky techniques like saying thank you to your clothes if you're not keeping them. Um, but it makes it normal. Yeah, okay. She makes it normal. Like you, you go, okay, that's fucking weird. Then you, by the end of it you go, oh yeah, I could do that. That's not, that's not weird at all. You're right. Um, and it's weird I'm watching it and I'm enjoying it so much because I've previous talked of how much of a fucking savage I am with <laughs> stuff. But um, just watching the first episode, I can already see myself taking some of those techniques and, techniques stuff. and adapting it. Yeah. Um, it's all about like making it... Not making tidying your place a chore is to make it fun. Yeah. And to make the it most, enjoyable. The most mundane task of your normal life and then and it's all about it out there to she keeps saying it's all about finding joy and making joy in it and it's just this it's this quirky little Japanese chick just <laughs> tidying people's houses I fucking love it okay um, what else am I watching uh, and the last thing uh, the first season's on Netflix and my brother has been for years trying to get me to watch it and I never did and so it came on Netflix and I was like okay I'll watch it and we've been watching it together uh, Impractical Jokers Practical joke. It's these four American uh, live in New York. They're friends, and they prank each. Other. They kind of prank each other. They play games out in the street where they um, they've got a say they're wearing an earpiece, and the four of them they work. So one of them's working at a deli, and they're behind the counter, and the four uh, of them tell them to do stuff, and they have to do it. If they don't do it, they fail. Yeah, and it's yeah. them fighting against each other and doing all this stuff. <laughs> I haven't laughed as loud and as and as much as I have as watching this show. I um, just finished the first season on Netflix, but then it ends. But then it's like they've got four episodes, which are actually later specials. Um, yeah. But I was lucky that my brothers actually got um, seasons one to five on DVD, so I was like, okay, "Cool, yeah." Netflix has only got the first season. I can now just binge the rest of it through the DVDs, but the DVDs are region one and they will not play on my PlayStation. So mm. I've had to 
download. So we've got them, and I can't watch them, so I've downloaded the first season, the second and third and fourth and fifth seasons to be able to watch it. It's a shame, because I've actually got like this spare old DVD player that will play all the regions. I do too, but <laughs> I just don't want to dust it off and uh, plug it in, so fuck that. Um, <laughs> fuck that noise. So that's what I'm watching. That's the new stuff I'm watching now. Mm. And then there's the stuff that I watch week to week. Yeah, okay. It's starting to come back. Like Flash, Arrow, Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only watched like, like one episode of Supergirl this season because it was the crossover episode. Uh, Lethal Weapon, I watched that. Mm-hmm. Magnum, Magnum P.I., the the new reboot series with Jay Hernandez, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rookie with Nathan Fillion, where he plays... Nathan Fillion plays a um, the oldest rookie in the LAPD. So he's a guy yeah, that gets divorced, okay. and he has a uh, he's getting divorced, and he has like a, he's having like a midlife crisis, and he's in a bank when it gets robbed, and he helps stop the robbery, mm-hmm. and then decides he's going to be a cop. So he is part of the rookie team, and you're seeing this guy who's in his forties, being a rookie with the LAPD, and it's got like these other it's they're e- they're each there's three rookies, and they've got their senior officers that they're they're training with and it's about them and him with his midlife crisis of is it a midlife crisis is he going to be a good is he going to take all this stuff that he's already learnt through all of because a rookie comes in fresh and they don't have much life experience and it won't affect their judgement yeah yeah but he's got all this life life behind him and he's bringing in this different perspective and yeah. is that going to work or is that going to like knock him out? And it's really, it's, it's Nathan Fillion being Nathan Fillion, but it's a different type of show. It's, he's perfect for it. It's really, really good. Okay. Um, the blacklist, um, catching up. Thanks to Netflix, Lucifer again. Thank you, Netflix, <laughs> um, bodyguard, which is a BBC, um, show. Sorry, yeah. Richard, Mad- Richard Madden. It's fucking really good. Uh, the chicken that, um, what is her name? I don't uh, know. The one that plays the the politician that he bodyguards, or yeah, he, I, I don't so. know. Um, let me pull it up because uh, she's in a fucking awesome show. Uh, I, I really love that. It's like uh, he's a he's a former soldier. He's got some PTSD, but he's a he's a bodyguard for a politician who her views he does not agree with. Yeah. But he's got to protect a woman that he's that whose views he doesn't aren't, aren't aligned with. It's really really good. Yeah. Um. Just. Oh, yeah. Richard Madden actually his name's been thrown around um for James Bond, which I'm, I don't know. He looks too he's too small. Okay. Um. For me, and you know my my James Bond is uh, my new ja- my next James Bond is either uh. Idris Elba or Keely <laughs> uh, uh, House Hose here whatever okay um, do you remember Life on Mars um, I only ever watched like one episode um, of yeah that's that's her she's the the politician is she yeah. th- she uh, she is in the sequel show um, um, uh, ashes to ashes. Ashes to ashes. The right. one based in the eighties. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I didn't know. I'd never seen it before because I'd never seen Ashes to Ashes, and mm. I'd seen like one episode of 
the original English version of Man- Life on Mars, and yeah, I yeah. watched <clears throat> two episodes of the shitty American Ugh, remake. Um, <laughs> um, Black Lightning, which I'm a little behind on for the second season, which that's that's fucking awesome. The Good Place, which sits on my favorite list of shows. The Good Place is one of the best shows on television. Uh, Titans, which is now officially as of last night at seven o'clock in Australia on Netflix. I'm fucking getting into that. So time. you can binge that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lost in Space. Yeah, I haven't finished it. I've enjoyed I, what I've seen. I yeah, just haven't yeah. finished it's, it. Uh, it's very good. Yeah. Uh, Suits. Mm-hmm. Suits comes back at the end of January. Um, it's at the very tippy tippy top of my favorite list of shows. It's the show that I love with. Every inch of my body, uh, which isn't many inches. Um, I love that show so much. And then if I was to, like, with binging shows and rewatch, like, just to, to finish up on um, rewatching shows, I'm currently in the process of rewatching uh, Buffy Season 5. Um, and nice. the reason I chose Buffy Season 5 is because it was one of my favorite seasons. Um, I love. So you're not going from start to finish, you're just going, oh, I want that season. I can't watch mm. those other ones. I can because I have them. <laughs> I can't because the format is dog shit. Okay. Um, I have a rather large television. Oh, okay. And it's filmed in a certain ratio that um, I have two large black bars at the side of my TV <laughs> and I've got this little... Fu- if I had a normal tubed shitbox television, I would rewatch it. But it's just... it's dog- They're not HD and... Yeah, because you've got the original copies. I've got the, yeah, I've got the original. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And even new where they, they came out in volumes, volumes, and they're all to a full box they're all in like season. four point one like yeah. <laughs> aspect ratio. And it wasn't until five when it switched over. Yeah, okay. And five is when my like and the reason why to also uh, I love four as well, but I don't own four. Mm. Four is the only season I don't own, which is fucking dog shit. I gotta get it because it's got <laughs> one of my favorite episodes ever, which is um, Hush. Ah, yeah. The Hush episode. Fucking, that that was so good watching the first time. I was like, this is truly creepy. I don't like that episode. <laughs> I don't like that season as a whole because I don't like Adam as the villain or the... Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Fucking Riley and shit. And that. Um, but this is going to be a future episode all on its own. It's just Buffy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Five is my favourite season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Glory as a villain. Um, it's got some of my other favourite episodes of the uh, Split Sander episode um with the snoopy dance it's got um and and it's the season that shifted into uh a better aspect ratio for me to watch it in yeah yeah. (laughs) so i'm watching that i just not long ago did all of how i met your mother again oh okay from start to finish i fucking still hate that ending i turn it off uh, spoilers. I never got to finish well, it. I'm not going to. <laughs> I turn it off when it gets to a certain point and mm-hmm. I do not watch from then on because it's bullshit. Yeah, okay. It is bull Was it one of those shit. rushed endings? No, no, just... no. They do something that if you're a fan of that show and you're watching that show, you get to the end, you will not be happy with. Okay, well, then I'm going to have to fucking watch it. Yes, yeah, you have to. And, then and that's a show... And then, we can, then we can talk about like, yeah. the hatred. And it's a show that I that I love so much to show that can make you laugh, cry, cry and make you cry. And there's episodes that still, even though I know what's going to happen, still get me every Mm. time. And there's one episode in particular 
and it involves Marshall. And if you haven't gotten that far, I'm not going to say any more. I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And it, it happens right at the very end of the episode. And yeah, I yeah. know it's coming. Yeah. And it's the episode with a countdown. If you rewatch the episode, there is a countdown. In the background of every scene, there is a mm. countdown, counting down to the moment that happens at the end of the episode. Shit. Yeah. And I know it's coming. And it gets me every single time. Uh, so I just did that. Um, oh, I've got so many other shows that I that I've got to rewatch or or do. But yeah, so that's just that 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 portion there is just what we're watching and what we're going to watch. Yeah. Uh, is there any uh, so favorite shows? Favorite shows. Favorite shows of all time. Shows that just. That's that sit in your in your list of. They're just that's it. That's my favorite show. Like what in my favorite shows. So that's the thing. Like I wouldn't say Smallville, even though I enjoy rewatching that yep. so many times. Um. So to kick oh. off, I've uh, for me, uh, Angel. Yeah. So Buffy, Buffy's in there, but Angel from Angel. Five, one to five is consistently good. I yeah. love that show. Um, Firefly. Firefly, yeah, Firefly. Yeah. Everybody, be. every, everybody's. I'm yeah. wearing a fucking Firefly t-shirt right now. It's um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome. Um, I'm wearing flamingos. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, there, there are old, there are Even old fucking are. yeah, there are old sketch comedies, like that fucking still sometimes get me. And they end up being one of those favourites just because of the actors that were in them and stuff like that. Like Mitchell, the Mitchell and Webb look. All right. I have no clue. Yeah, it's a British sketch comedy. Right, okay. Um, those two are fucking brilliant. And you watch um, watch their solo gigs and all that sort of stuff and they're funny. Yeah. Right? Really funny. Um, the Mighty Boosh is up there with... Boosh, I... Yeah. I, I I can't do it. You can't do it? I've been wanting to because I love the m- most of the people involved. Um, yeah. Matt Berry is one of my... <laughs> He's so fucking good. <laughs> and uh, he will come into play later in this, uh, in coming in 2019. Mm. Yes. And wait okay, until you okay. see what he's in. Okay. Uh, okay. It's perfect. Um, I just never got in. Like, uh, like I... I, I, it's not that I haven't got into it. I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, yeah. I instantly fell in love with how weird it was. All right, oh, it's yeah. like I, I'm the old sort of Greg. Person. Yeah, Crack I, Fox. I'm, I'm not the. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm not, I know I'm all not the. I'm not the t- uh, type of person who does drugs. But I can imagine they were on oh. a lot of drugs. <laughs> And then to piggyback off that, um, you got like the IT crowd. I think the IT mm. crowd is probably one of my favorite shows too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Angel, Buffy, Firefly, Suits, Suits, which is still running, is still one of my favorite shows. I love that show from start to finish. And I know a lot of people dropped off because the Duchess of Sussex isn't in it anymore. But <laughs> fuck Mika Markle because the show is still good without her or fucking Mike Ross. <laughs> Uh, as long as fucking Harvey's still there and Donna and Lewis, that's all I need. And <laughs> the new season, the last season, oh no, she's still the what what's coming in the end of January is the second half of this season. Mm. Catherine Heigl's fucking in the show, and Catherine Heigl 
knocks it out of the park. Right. And I was worried when she was coming in because it's Catherine Heigl and she has shit the bed on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And made people hate her. She's come in as a fan of the show and her character, Samantha, is perfect for the show. She's a female Harvey. She's awesome. I love it. Fuck you, Duchess of Sussex. Don't need you in the show. <laughs> Um, that's the thing like I was never a fan of her so yeah um, I think but you know that's The Blacklist I love The Blacklist it's one of my favourite shows Um, I could watch anything that um, James Spader is in yeah I could watch that motherfucker read the read the fucking phone book uh, which then flips me to the other show that he's in with it's all right William Shatner yeah. is Boston Legal. I think yeah, Boston yeah. Legal is a fucking amazing show. I can watch that over and over again. There's just so, like I like I have a I have a hard time talking about shows just in general that I love because there's so many, mm. um, and especially with, especially with the broader aspect of the storyline and all that sort of stuff. All these different fucking seasons. See, but the way I the way I go at the way I look at it is from a show, if I'm going to say that I love this show, it's um, me saying a show that has, I love from first season to last season. Yeah. I can hate where they go somewhere in the middle, but as long as I love that show as a whole, that's what I mean by like favorites. Favorites. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't pick seasons out unless that season is a standout. Like for me, Buffy has, um, standout seasons yeah one which I still like I love season one the master and everything but I struggle with season one Mm. season two I think is where it finds its feet it finds its ground it's one of its best seasons I think for me season two is the best season of that show Mm. then three with the master uh, so master angel yeah the mayor season three mayor yeah Uh, four is dog shit Five Glory is is picking back up. It's good again. Uh, six, what's six? What's fucking six? Six, 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 six. Six is the Trinity and then Willow. I don't like that season. Yeah, yeah. Because the, the end of that was just okay. It's hard. I, I love the end. I, I my main things that I don't like about that season is because it's I don't like the character of Buffy in that season mm. and then Seven kind of reboots and re-jiggers the show and I like season Seven as a whole I like what they do but it's a show <laughs> that has its ups and downs there's seasons I don't like but there's seasons I do but that's why I mean yeah. like Buffy as a whole is on my list yeah yeah but also, that is going to be a separate. That's episode. a whole. That's a whole fucking other episode. <laughs> that like, is once we once we've done a study, like a big fucking study, we just sit down and we watch rewatch the entire the entire thing. thing, and then we're just gonna you're gonna cop four hours of us talking Buffy. <laughs> Buffy, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like just in this in this section alone, mm. like there's so more, more, so much more that I can't think of. Yeah, yeah. I could I could do a whole separate podcast related to television. <laughs> <laughs> and so now we're going to move on to after I break the seal, TV coming in 2019. Nice. What we're coming up to and we'll be right back. Ah. <sighs>
And we're back from that. Uh, that sound effect uh, is actually me urinating in the toilet and then flushing it. If you don't like it, you can email us um, and I'll ignore it. <laughs> uh, so, TV coming in 2019. Um, I've got a whole list here, but if if you've got anything, said that you want to talk about, like, just <clears throat> off the... Actually, this is what we should have done, was I should have let you see the, the the trailer for Wayne. That's one that I'm keen for. Well, we could... I could take a pause again and I can watch it. Um, <laughs> because if, they're not going to know. They're not going to know. No, they're not going to know, but they're going to know now. They're not They're going to know because I just take a... And we're back from that. Um, holy fuck. Uh, okay, so... I knew nothing about Wayne yeah. before you showed me that. Wayne is a YouTube original. Mm-hmm. Wayne does not look like a YouTube original. Yeah. Wayne looks fucking brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> and it's written by uh, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, who wrote Deadpool. And it's about this fucked up kid <laughs> that just smashes a lot of people. It yeah. becomes like a vigilante. He's got, he's goes got like to, a, one, a, a one mission to go get, and get his, his father's, car back. His dying father's car. Yeah. Fuck, it looks... So good. <laughs> that, that part where he's going to smash the dude with uh, a a garden gnome attached to a chain. Chain. <laughs> if you have, if you do not know anything, go to YouTube right now. Pause yeah. this. Go and watch this trailer. It blew my mind. Yeah. It now sits at the list, <laughs> at the top of my list so, for things. Like I, I will get a YouTube fucking red. <laughs> just do the month. I'll just do the, the month. month. Just, <laughs> just to watch, just to watch this. Yeah, and then like seriously, I like the idea that like they've got something like this as well. It like does another not. solid. It doesn't look like a fucking YouTube. It, this looks like something that would be on Netflix yeah. or on fucking HBO or on Showtime or mm. AM. Maybe not AMC because there's sweary words in it. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the accents too? Boston. It, it's uh, the, the Boston, Boston accent. accent. Oh it, my God. it looks it looks violent. It looks fresh. It looks original. I get a I get a kind of um, um, like a kick ass kind of vibe yeah, from it. I also thing. get the there's that show something to the end of the world on Netflix about the two kid one one kid's like a sociopathic serial killer with his <laughs> yeah, yeah. like I get that kind of vibe yeah. from it. Ah, uh, yeah, fuck me. You think that every episode you're going to at least have a bit of shock value in there. And, and how long are the episodes? Are they the thirty minutes, or are they, these going to be like they're going to the, the forty-five to an hour sort of thing? They're probably it's probably going to be about forty-five. Forty-five because, is a normal length. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, right. they're going to be coming into actually bringing in ads. So the only reason to be is because of um, Cobra Kai, which mm. Cobra Kai is not on my list of coming out in twenty nineteen because I completely forgot all about it, um, and it better come out this year. Uh, it was only thirty. Yeah, uh, yeah. 20, 20, 22? I think it was a 22. 22 or something like that, yeah. Um, but fuck, I'm all in on Wayne. Mm. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> you don't expect it, but yeah. If, if, if Sid wasn't standing behind me, he was standing in front of me, I don't know if you saw it, mm. you you could watch my face. Oh, I was I You could see of, my smile like just creeping. get bigger <laughs> yeah. and bigger and bigger and bigger until it looked like a weird, bald ginger joker. <laughs> But yeah, so that's one of the ones I'm looking forward to. Fucking, yeah. it's the one. Um, that's it. That's it for the episode. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go through the four fucking pages of shows now. Fuck me, that's so good. Oh, fuck. 
Wow. That, that was not expecting it. Yeah, yeah. Because I came in with a YouTube bias. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Cobra Kai, I, I fucking should have realized because Cobra Kai was so good. Uh, and Cobra Kai is done by the guys behind uh, Harold and Kumar and the last yeah. American Pie movie, which <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, but yeah, so was there anything anything else on the top of your head? I know, like uh, you could say, Titans mm. would be on your list for this year because now it's officially on Netflix. And yeah, so it. I'm definitely watching that, like starting tonight. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah, awesome. <laughs> Um, yeah. I. All right. So well, the, thing, the the the, the ad like the when I'm watching trailers and stuff like that, it's it's always there's a show that'll come on. I'm like, oh, but it's mainly movie trailers that movie I, trailers, I yeah. like to watch. So yeah. All right. So we'll, I'll go through my list. These are all the TV shows. Some of them are sequel series. Mm-hmm. Like so, a new, a new season to a new show that hasn't. Some of them haven't been around for like a a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but so you're probably are, you're basically doing show and tell to me, and yep. you're, you're going to be showing me like all so these I'll talk about, shows I'll, that have been coming out. I'll talk about a show, and then you can tell me what you think, okay. or if you if you already have a basis, or if what I said tickles tickles the old fancy. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll go from there. So the first one I've got on my list is Mind Hunter season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mind Hunter is on Netflix. Uh, it's it's a procedural show about the beginnings of the behavioral science unit for the FBI. Uh, it's based on uh, John Douglas, who was one of the guys that helped build the behavioral science unit in the FBI that went after like Bundy and BTK yeah, and okay. all the, the big bad serial killers. The first season's online. It's on Netflix. It's really good. It's got little interstitials through it um, of BTK... So, so you'll, they've got an overarching thing of the, the the unit being built as it goes, but then you'll just see these little bits of this dude going into a house, and like you just you're watching a guy through this season building to being committing his first murder, yeah, and that's BTK who eventually was stopped by the behavioral science unit. That that's how they ended up finding him. Hmm. It's really good. It's done by Dave, every episode was directed by David Fincher. Yeah, okay. Uh, David Fincher of Seven, Panic Room, mm. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Like, <laughs> like it's good. It's yeah. really, really good. If you're a fan of true crime, fan of serial killers, you fan of good talent, you fan of good TV, it's good TV. Yeah. It's subject matter. Yeah, you could, you, you might not be able to binge it because of the subject matter of serial killers and fucked up shit, <laughs> but it's good. Um, the, there's no de- definite release date yet for this year, so I don't know when, mm-hmm. but it's coming. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Game of Thrones, the final season. I've said, that's yeah. it. Uh, I talked about it I'll last week. I'll get around to it. I'll get um, around to it. <laughs> Stranger Things season uh, three. Actually, sorry, I just started rewatching that. You just, okay, so, yeah. Okay, it's on your so, list of rewatches. Yeah. Uh, I haven't finished the season two finale yet. Oh, okay. I don't watch the season two, uh, the the previous season's finale until the next one, just before the the next season. Save you the anxiety fucking problem in between seasons. Granted, I do spend the entire year just going, "What the fuck happened in the previous season?" <laughs> but I, I I kind of I am 
I build myself into the next season by watching mm. the previous ones. Um, season finale. Can't wait. I love the poster for the new season. Uh, did you see the poster? It's got like a 4th of July. It's got the main oh, cast yes, yes. looking at fireworks, but the two that have been in the Upside Down 11 and Will Byers are looking at the viewer yeah. while everyone else is looking at the fireworks. It's got a real the, the 80s vibe. Yeah. Love it. Love the show. Uh, I'll say it right now. Um, Eleven. What's her fucking name? Um, Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. They need to give her a Star Wars movie. She needs to be playing. She needs to play a young Princess Leia. Mm. Give us a prequel movie with a young Princess Leia before. Actually, uh, yeah, I could see that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, True Detective season three. Okay. It's been a little while since the last uh, dog shit uh, second season uh, with Vince Vaughn uh, badly cast, uh, Rachel McAdams, Taylor Kitsch. You mean Vince Vaughn cast? No. <laughs> he's, no. he's had some good roles. Like. There's a movie on Netflix at the moment called Brawl and Cellbox, Cellblock, something or other. Mm-hmm. It's um, made by a guy who made Bone Tomahawk with my man crush, uh, Kurt Russell. They made like a Western. This has got one of the most violent scenes I've seen in a movie in Cell Block. It, mm. It's like a prison thing. It, it's very good. Okay. But um, he was miscast. So True Detective Season 2 was rushed. Mm. Season 1 was this lightning in a bottle. Yeah, yeah. It was this perfect existential true crime. But they like, didn't have the... Fucked the... up thing. And they spared... And then the, the guy, Nick Palazzato, I think... I can't remember. I'm not going to say his name. I, I did, but I butchered it. Um, he had spent all this time with it and he had written the first season. It was directed by Kari Fukuyama and it was perfect. It was this it was this lightning in a bottle. It was perfect season. They rushed the second season. They had to back it up. They, it wasn't backing it up. They rushed it. They didn't give him yeah. enough time to write it and then a director dropped out. Another director came in. I think that's the case with this new season, but between... Season one and season two was the general amount of time that you usually get between mm. two seasons of a show. Yeah, between yeah. season two and three is longer, and that's better for this type of show. Yeah. I want, I want a year to two years between each season because I want. You, you think that should be a more trending sort of a thing when it comes to like a TV show or something like for that? For these type of shows, I want that because it needs it needs that time to especially build if you've and got write it and get the production ready for it and if you've got a show that's uh, got a writer's room and it's got more than one person writing mm. each episode then fair enough you could knock it over within the shorter space of time but if it's one guy one vision you want to you want to lengthen yeah. it instead of shorten it and that's what happened between season 1 and season <clears> 2 and then what they said season two was going to be about ended up not being really what it was about and it looked shit. This next season, it's got Mahershali, uh, Mahershala Ali uh, who was in Luke Cage season one to play Cottonmouth. Yep. Um, yep. Plays a detective and it does the two time periods. It looks like it plays a bit more on the... It kind of plays uh, maybe a bit of the West Memphis 3, the Satanic Panic, mm-hmm. uh, some kids disappearing story mm-hmm. because there's this this underlying occult kind of element to the first season uh, and there was, I think, I get a vibe that was supposed to be in the second season. I'm getting it more from the third. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm all in for True Detective Season 3 mm-hmm. as much as I hated 
Two, what I've seen of three looks good, and I'm... Uh, I'm You're I'm going good. in optimistic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, it comes out on uh, the 13th of July, so that means that's HBO, 13th of so Netflix season three is the 4th of July in America, so it'll be the... F- the third midnight uh, seven o'clock, the third of July in Australia. Or no, it'll be the fourth because of the time differences. So whenever a show is being released on Netflix, it's seven o'clock in Australia, yep. midnight in the US. Yeah, okay. Eastern Standard Time, their East Coast time. Are they just trying to fuck with their people? <laughs> because, so what you basically got to look at is whenever it's going to be released in the US, the day it's going to be released in the US, Yeah, it's 7 o'clock that day, 7, yeah, yeah. A, 7 p.m. that night, 7, 8-ish that night here Yeah, because of the time difference because we're in the future. Yeah. So uh, July 13th for True Detective Season 3, which will be on Foxtel here in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, won't be on... Netflix, it won't be on Stan, it'll be solely a Netflix show. Yeah. Next one is The Passage. Um, it's uh, based on the 2010 Justin Cronin Vampire Apocalypse novel novel series. Uh, the Passage is the first book. Uh, starring Zach Morris himself, part Mark Paul Gosler from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Um, looks good from the trailers. Uh, I'll give the pilot a squiz. It's like a vampire. Um, uh, Apocalypse type series, and what I'm going to do is now I'm going to pause for you to watch. The tra- well, yeah, this, this is going to be a thing this that's going to happen is, in the episode. Yeah. I'll do a pause, get Sid to watch the trailer, and then we'll be back in a second. So yeah, it doesn't look like a vampire show. It looks more like a CDC kind of thing. But then yeah. the vampire element's going to play out. It's on Fox. It's not going to last a season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that look, yeah, that does look exciting. It looks okay. good. Um, I'll give it a. You know, I'll give it a squeeze, but mm. I'm not holding my breath on not it being good and not lasting. Mm. But it looks, it doesn't like from the way they've marketed it. And I think the book is like this too. Mm. It doesn't, it's not like flat, a, flat out a, like, oh, vampires. It's supposed to build out and then yeah. you end up getting it. Um, Next one. Yeah. Yeah, I, no. Yeah. I, I, I saw that trailer like a while ago and I was like intrigued about it. I was very intrigued. So, yeah, I fucking, yeah. It's on the I list. Yeah. Um, next one is called I Am on the no- I Am the Night, starring Chris Pine and directed by uh, Patty Jenkins, Wonder Woman and Monster. It's a period piece neo-noir about a young girl, India Isley, who finds herself on the trail of a gynecologist involved in the infamous Black Dahlia murder. Mm. So there's this guy that, uh, there's a detective who thinks that his father, who was a gynecologist at that time period, who was doing like back, backroom um, abortions and, and stuff like that, yeah. was the guy that killed the Black Dahlia. Yeah, okay. And this show is uh, Pine Plays, Jay Sigletary, a scuzzy and morally complex reporter who ends up um, working, uh, finding this girl um, who finds herself on the trail of um, the, the gynecologist and trying to solve this, this crime and, and stuff like that. It looks really good. It's got that kind of detective-y, like, because uh, it, was, it was around the 50s when it happened. Uh, it looks good. Um, yeah, okay. 
it's it's got like Patty Jenkins and Chris Pine, so it's got some heavy hitters behind it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the story is like true crime lovers, um, yeah. wet dream of the Black Dahlia, which is still unsolved. And there's mm. all the theories and and stuff. So yeah, it looks it looks pretty good. Mm. Yeah. Um, next one is Umbrella uh, Umbrella Academy. Yeah. On yeah. Netflix, um, based <coughs> on the comic by Gerard uh, Way of My Chemical Romance, and who's now the writer of a writer at DC Comics. Yeah. Who, who's done a bunch of um, a whole bunch of books for DC just recently. Hmm. Um, uh, Umbrella Academy is a live action series that follows the estranged members of a dysfunctional family of superheroes. After their fa- father's mysterious death, the heroes must work together in order to discover who's behind the murder. Bolstered by a stellar lineup of actors like Ellen Page from Inception and Tom Hopper, who played um, the main character in Black Sails. And he's also... No, actually, no, he's not. It's a different guy, but Tom Hopper from Black Sails. It looks good, mm. as long as it's quirky, because... Uh, yeah. Umbrella Academy was very uh, inspired by Grant Morrison and the weird uh, weirdness of Grant Morrison's stuff. Um, I liked the I liked the comic book as long as the source material embraces the weirdness of yeah. the original. Uh, you know, this embraces that source material's weirdness. It should be fine. Yeah. Um, it, it, it seems like a very visual sort of a. a Action sort of packed sort of the thing. It, yeah, from what I'd seen from the trailer, it looks it looks like it's going to be there. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, next one is uh, Good Omens mm-hmm. on Amazon. It's the it's based on the Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett best-selling novel of the same name. It's coming to Amazon. It's about um, it's got David Tennant and Michael Sheen playing. Um, uh, now I'm try oh yeah, the angel, that's right. Um, Angel, the angel, angel and uh, demon Aziraphale yeah. and the demon Crowley who form an unlikely bond when the 11 year old Antichrist goes missing on earth Aziraphale and Crowley set off on a dangerous adventure to stop the end of the world happening <laughs> yeah. it looks good it's yeah. got fucking it's got Tennant and Sheen yeah, um, yeah. it's Neil Gaiman it's Terry Pratchett <clears throat> it looks fun it looks silly it looks yeah yeah over the top, weird. It, it may, uh, it'll make you judge which side you should be standing on. Standing, in, yeah. While they're trying to have new, like neutral ground as to what's going to happen. So yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, it looks good from the trailers. I um, I was good. I know I've got a couple of friends that are very big Terry Pratchett fans. So mm-hmm. and they're big um, Neil Gaiman fans as well. I've actually got a signed copy of. American Gods. Yeah, right. Uh, my <laughs> copy of American Gods. My, uh, Josh went and saw Neil Gaiman and got him to sign yeah. my copy of American Gods for me. So yeah, I've got that. Cool. That's cool. Next one, uh, The Twilight Zone. Oh, okay. The updated version of the 1959 series by Rod Serling. It's brought back to TV and executive produced by Jordan Peele. Fuck. <laughs> so enough said, pretty much. Yeah, that's it. It's got a high bar to get over. It does. It does because of the legacy of the original series and because of Black Mirror. Yeah. Because Black Mirror is this generation's Twilight Zone. Yeah. But where Black Mirror is um, for the tech generation, I think Twilight Zone can be um, more of your spooky, moral, natural, and yeah. You can play. You do the science fiction. And you do a little bit of the horror, the way the original series was. But mm-hmm. you play more into the moral, the moral aspects, and less. Yeah, of, yeah. Like 
Black Mirror does the tech with the morals, but you can do this in a different way. It can work. You've got Jordan Peele behind it. It's going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just got a very high bar to come against um, <laughs> when it comes to the original series and Black yeah. Mirror. The, the original series is so like highly rated. Yeah. Like, even, even people who study film and all that sort of stuff, they go back to it and just go, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's... Yeah. That's all, and that's all Rod Serling. Like, yeah, he wrote. So, I think he. I think he wrote nearly every episode. And, and there was, and there was a good harmony in that as well of um, what what the story was actually supposed to be, and then, then the special effects that they were supposed to do. Yeah. All right, and the harmony between it still, even though you you could watch it and go, uh, yeah, yeah, it doesn't seem super scary, but it does actually make you question. Yeah, it's it's all about the uh, it's. It's not the visual aesthetic of the show that gets you. It's the writing and the yeah. acting involved so it can, that yeah. still holds up to this day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there we go. Yep. Uh, next one. Watchmen. Yeah. The HBO series brought by uh, brought to TV by Damon Lindelof, Lindelof um, from who did... Lost and the Leftovers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Leftovers creator Damon Lindelof is bringing the world of Watchmen to the small screen for HBO. Inspired by Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons' seminal graphic novel of the same name, the series will not be a direct adaption like the 2009 film, but instead it will be an extension to the original story set in present day. Lindelof has said the show will influence by modern-day political figures like Putin and Trump, Veteran actors, actors Gene Smart from Fargo, Jeremy Irons, he die hard with the vengeance, um, Regina King, The Leftovers, uh, just a few of the talented cast members who have been attached to the product. The project. Um, we don't know much about the story, but um, the fact that Lindelof is involved mm-hmm. has got me invo- has got my has got my attention. Yeah, because we're going to get something that's at least at the very end well crafted. It'll be well written, well researched, and well developed. So, because Lost, as much as everyone hates the ending to Lost, the leftovers from start to finish, which I haven't watched all of, but I do know a lot of people, it's a very well made, well crafted, well written, well developed show. Yeah. And that's what we'll get with this. And I think, regardless of how you feel about Damon Lindelof, and the fact that this isn't going to be a. This isn't a sequel to the um, Zack Snyder piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's 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 a sequel to the original comic book. Uh, it's a TV series sequel to oh, the comic book. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, which there's a sequel happening at the moment by Jeff Johns in the comics books called Do- a comic book called Doomsday Clock, which is bringing the Watchmen universe into the regular DC universe. Mm. And it's fucking, I don't like it. <laughs> I think this will be good. Yeah. Uh, I, I've got, I got faith in what Lindelof brings. Well, the idea that it's a sequel to, to a story, it's not a, yeah, not a reimagining of the actual storyline. It's the sequel. Because that's what everyone that thought. Sort of, everyone yeah. thought it was going to be a, uh, it was going to be the Watchmen, original Watchmen comic book done on done. TV. Yeah, yeah. But it's a sequel series. And there's rumors that, like, you know, Jeremy Irons is playing an older Ozzy Mendes. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. got Don Johnson in it as well. <laughs> Good old Don John. Um, <laughs> that, yeah, that sounds promising. 
Yeah. Very promising. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It'll be it'll be on HBO, so it'll be on Foxtel here in Australia. Yeah, okay. Uh, the next one is The Witcher, which is coming on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, it's based... Uh, it's a live-action adaption of The Witcher, starring uh, Henry Cavill as Geralt of Rivia. Uh, it's based on the books by a Polish order, author... Mm, why am I going to do this? Andrzej Sapowski. Uh, it's a Polish guy. He um, wrote the original books, and then the games... And then the books were turned into games by Pro- CD Projekt Red, the yeah, Witcher games. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a... Um, a producer's buying the Netflix version are planning to stick closer to the books than the video game. <laughs> uh, so, they, yeah, we'll see yeah, how that goes. Yeah. They don't want that uh, that stigma, that curse. <laughs> yeah, uh, with the games did stick somewhat close to the, the books originally and then kind of veered off when they went their own way. Mm. I don't know how this is going to play uh, because the games are such of their own. Like They're so well written. They're so good that I don't know how a live action TV series can do what these games did. <clears throat> well, that, uh, that's, I think that's what I was trying to like go towards is like forget about the game, just think about the book and do like a TV show on the book. Right. Which, which, don't try and be. I understand what you mean yeah. with that, but I think the game did a better version of the book. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I don't. I think the TV series will do. Will even scratch the surface of how good the games did it. Mm. Okay, it's one of those things where the games did it better. Uh, but I don't is know. It, um, yeah, totally different scenario than normal scenarios, isn't it? Yeah, the game's better <laughs> than the thing. Yeah. I don't like what I saw of the screen test of Henry Cavill in the when they did a screen test with him in the long grey hair he didn't have the beard he just looked too <laughs> Superman with long grey hair but I don't know we'll see we'll, we'll yeah. see how it is um, so that's going to be on Netflix the next one uh, is uh, it's going to be on FX in the US so that'll be Foxtel most probably Foxtel or Stan here mm-hmm. in Australia um, I will, won't um I won't say the title of it. I'll read the synopsis. Most of the synopsis I got here are from uh, IGN's top movies of 2019. So, based on the cult comedy film created by and starring Jermaine Clement, Clement and Taika Waititi, this adaption follows three dysfunctional vampire roommates, played by <laughs> Kavian Novak, Natasia Dimitrio, and Matt Berry, who have lived together for centuries in New York and are finally forced to venture out into the real world. Written by Clement and directed by Waititi, you can expect this quirky comedy to have all the charm and surrealism of the movie and a much bigger budget since the film was made for only $1.6 million. I can't, I can't wait What to we see, do in the shadows. Oh, I can't wait to see fucking Matt Berry as a vampire. Because <laughs> he's so... <laughs> It's like every time he's in something, he's so outspoken yes. and overdrawn. So, <laughs> so it's basically it's going to be a. It, I don't think it's not going to be a remake. It's just going to be another group of vampires <laughs> in New York. New York. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which hopefully they end up bringing in Clement and Watiti's vampires yeah, into the yeah. show or whatever, and maybe maybe even Reese Darby and his swearwolves. Um, <laughs> 
But yeah, what we do in the shadows. Oh no. Because you know we're getting the sequel to what we do in the shadows. Um, we are wolves. Right. W-E-W-E apostrophe R-E. <laughs> wolves. Werewolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be the sequel. <laughs> and it's going to be about the werewolves. <laughs> yeah, I'm all in. Like, the, like, I knew of this. And I knew that Jermaine and um, Taika were involved. And I was like, yeah, yeah, cool. I, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll watch it, whatever. And then when I saw that Matt Berry was involved, I'm like, yeah, I'm all in. <laughs> I need denim. I need, uh, I need Matt Berry. It's the fucking said it. It's like, yep. I've got to fucking, I've got to watch that. <laughs> Next up uh, is, and this has only just been like, I legitimately, when I wrote this, I only found out about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dark Crystal Age of uh, Age of Resistance yeah I've, on Netflix yeah I've, I've seen little tiny bits and pieces and stuff like that um, so uh, going by the, what's written here in a world where computer generated images are everything it's refreshing to see a series like this one sticking to the puppeteering roots mm. The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance is a prequel to the Jim Henson and Frank, Frank Oz co-directed 1982 film that started it all oh. on this adventure the world of Thra is in peril. The evil Skeksis, Skeksis, dam- uh, with the evil Skeksis damaging the Crystal of Truth, which is a source of untold power for the planet. The puppets will be voiced by an p- impressive lineup of actors, including Taron Egerton, Kingsman, Anya Taylor-Joy, the Witch, and Mark Hamill. But it's all puppets. Yeah. It's all, they're going all back to the puppets. It's going to be the proper way of doing the Dark Crystal. Yeah, that, um, that is, that's going to play for us. Like, yeah. I, oh, don't, I the, don't know about the younger generation, but we're, we're going to be sitting there wanting it. But here's the thing, when you said, you don't know if it's going to play for the younger generation, if it's done good enough, mm-hmm. if it's written well enough, it's performed, if it's done well enough, it'll play. It'll play to the younger generation. It's What I've seen, they're, they're really going with the nostalgia hit of it. Everything is going to be exactly like the original movie and that's and and, and hope, hopefully hopefully what will happen is all of our generation will be sitting there with their kids going we grew yeah. up with this and this so is now I need to get is. someone pregnant before <laughs> before this comes it comes out steal someone's kids no just steal someone's kids that's what I do I'm willing to that's what I do with my brother's kids I just like steal them and go I don't well, have anybody to steal <laughs> I just have to go to the park um, it's. I, I understand from that point of view what you're saying, but what I'm what I'm trying to get at is the fact that I think if it's if it's good enough, it will get the new audience. They can't solely play on nostalgia, and the reason why they're going back to doing it, sticking to its puppeteering roots, is because you can't do a prequel. To something. to something that was like that yeah. and be super it, it just you can uh, there was something called the prequels that did it and ruined yeah. that but I think I think if if something's acted written and performed well enough I think it's going to get I think it's going to be the audience if they market it well enough um, and then as you're saying, if the parents and people of our age um, that are getting this injection of nostalgia talk it up to these young ones and these young and get it into their <laughs> brains, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna do well. 
the original movie. It right? terrifies me. <laughs> but it it looks so good. Yeah, because right. Jim Henson was he was uh, he put so much heart and soul into creating that movie completely, and you got that world. Yeah, you got it completely, and especially with uh, the new effects that they used to like that they do nowadays for the Muppets. Okay. Oh. You've got a better chance of making it look more realistic. Yeah, because you can get rid of with the way the technology is now. You can get rid of a lot of the the strings and the the yes. sticks and yeah. the, the the stuff. Well, uh, like when the, I see the under the table, <laughs> especially when I when I it still freaks me out when I see uh, Kermit moving around without um, without, <laughs> without anything. Like you know, he's just walking down the street and it's just Kermit, it's like you just want to jump in the screen and like punch him in the face uh, and go go to hell. Yeah, it's just like no, no. You need I can only ever see you from the waist up. <laughs> I shouldn't be seeing your legs. You should be sitting on a rock. If that, or, or if you're walking down the street like with a banjo, or if you're walking down the street, I only see you from the waist up. Yeah, and I see everybody else normally, but I only see you from the yep. waist up because you're yeah. right in front of the camera. Uh, next up, uh, we've talked about this a uh, fair few episodes ago uh, on Disney Plus, The Mandalorian. Mm, yep. It's coming out this year, the end of this year. Um, you've got. Uh, John Favreau directed, uh, Dave Filoni directing an episode, Taika Waititi directing an episode, Bryce Dallas Howard directing an episode, mm. uh, set after the fall of the Empire, after so many years after Return of the Jedi. Just it's going to be just uh, gloomy to the to the lounge already. Right. It's it's going to be I think the the new benchmark for Star Wars. I think after Episode Nine, we're going to see TV. Yeah. Well, yep. we're already getting a Cassian. So after this, I think the following year we'll probably get a the, uh, not probably we are getting a Cassian Andor, mm. the Diego Luna's character from um, uh, yeah. Rogue yeah. One, the spy. Uh, we're getting a series based on his character. Yeah, which will be set before Rogue One, which would be good. Getting to see him do his thing and the consequences. Hopefully, they they play more into the fact that. You know, he grew up a separatist mm. uh, and then joined the rebellion after the Empire took over. But The Mandalorian, I'm, I am all in. It's yeah, going to yeah. be fucking awesome. The cast involved, you've got uh, Nick Nolte playing a um, Ugnaught uh, <laughs> that was introduced in Empire Strikes Back on Cloud City. You've got um, uh, Pedro Pascal, who was the Red Viper in Game of Thrones, when you eventually get to that in Game okay. of Thrones. He was also in the Kingsman sequel. He was the guy with the lasso. I didn't see the sequel it's, yet. Yeah. It's dog shit. Um, <laughs> he's perfect. Yeah. He's also, he was in um, Narcos, the first couple of seasons of Narcos, trying to kill yeah, fucking so. Pablo. Uh, he's playing the Mandalorian. Mandalorian's going to be fucking the bee's knees. Enough said. That's yeah. it. Move on. Yeah. Uh, the Boys, Amazon. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, this. Uh, so I'm going to read what what's <laughs> got it, here. Uh, just just before you even say this, all right. I do have the comics. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, just watching the trailer, <laughs> okay. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, really. Okay, so it's on Amazon. <clears throat> the way uh, so, Garth Ennis's previous series. Uh, that's been adapted is Preacher and that's on mm. FX and it's on a FX is a 
So when you say the cable shows, you've got uh, HBO and Showtime can do whatever they want, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got the lower ones, which is FX. So Preacher doesn't get the full what you should spectrum get. of fucked upness. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. It should get the boys is fucked. Yeah, there, there's some <laughs> things that happen in that in that series that is terrible. And with it being on Amazon, we are going to get it. Nice, because Amazon is in that position of like Netflix where it'll be gore, it'll be sex, it'll be violence, yeah. it'll be titties, it'll be everything. Uh, yeah, fuck, I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> and if you don't know what the boys are, here's what um, this says. Amazon's ambitious adaption of Garth Ennis and Derek Robertson's ultraviolet comic book is set in a world where superheroes are celebrities who often abuse their power for their own gain. Okay, I'm going to stop there. Yeah, in the book, oh, do they ever. <laughs> While the titular, titular seri- uh, characters are a group of vigilantes who set out to take the corrupt heroes down. So the boys are a group that, uh, within a world where superheroes are all around, they're like celebrities, and they can get away with whatever they want. There's a group of these humans, the boys, but they're not exactly human. They inject themselves with... Um, this serum to make them be able to stand up against these heroes. Mm. And if they get out of line, the boys take them down. <laughs> the series is executive produced by supernatural creator, Eric Kripke. Awesome. And, uh, preachers, executive producers, uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg it stars Carl Urban. Yeah. <laughs> as, um, as the butcher, um, <coughs> perfect casting. He's still my Batman. Uh, if I was to do my own, if I Your was to say a Batman TV series, do a Batman series, six to eight episodes long every episode, uh, every season. You have Batman. Carl Urban's my Batman, Carl but Urban. that's a whole other story altogether. Yeah, Jack Quaid, Elizabeth Shue, oh, the Shue, <laughs> Chase Crawford, Karen Fukuhara, and Aaron Moriarty. These heroes aren't squeaky clean like the likes of Superman and Captain America. So expect plenty of sex, blood, and naughty words, and um. I'm going to add and sex and sex and sex <laughs> and um, some head gouging in the same vein as Rogan and Goldberg's preacher's adaption. Yeah. I'm all in. I'm all in yeah, on the yeah. boys. Um, yeah. If they, if they adapt it the way it's supposed to be, um, it's going to be great. Mm. I love the fact that in the comic, we Huey, who is the main character that we get introduced to, who joins the boys um, after an event that ruins his life. He looks like uh, Simon Pegg. Yeah. He's the spinning image of Simon Pegg in the comics. Yeah. They've cast a different actor to play Wee Huey, mm-hmm. but Wee Huey's father is being played by Simon Pegg. Yeah, nice. <laughs> you know Simon wanted, wanted to be a part of it. Yeah, it's... Yeah. This is going to be... If they do it right, it's going to offend everyone, and I hope it does. Because yeah. <laughs> there's a there is a uh, spin-off book that lasted a couple of episodes. That was like a, a mini series. It was three or four episodes long. Mm. That was about the big time superheroes, and their um, once a year big party that they throw. And so 
it's these big time celebrity superheroes throwing this party and all it is is basically just um, the superhero, superhero equivalent of the world's giving it biggest gangbang. Yeah. That's pretty much <laughs> what the book was. For four episodes, four issues, you're just watching, you're just reading superheroes. Fuck. <laughs> so the next two that I've got in here, I knew nothing about until I did the research for shows that were coming out this year. Yeah. Um, and both of them, like... After I read it, just caught me. I was I was all in. So the first one is called Warrior, uh, on and it's going to be on Cinemax, <laughs> Skinemax. Uh, back in the day, Cinemax in the US was just skin flicks and yeah. stuff, and they've they kind of moved away. So it'll probably be either Netflix or Foxtel here in Australia. Mm. So this series. And I'm gonna again read from what uh, what I how, what I got when I was researching this. Based on the writings of martial arts legend Bruce Lee, and executive produced by his daughter Shannon, Warrior originated as a series that the actor first conceptualized conceptualized in the 70s as a starring vehicle for himself, but reportedly couldn't find a backing from the studios. Hmm. So uh, he couldn't find the backing of the studios who doubted the bankability of a series with an Asian lead. So in the 70s, he wanted to make this show yeah. and couldn't get the studios to do it because they weren't going to book uh, a TV series with an Asian lead. Yeah. Yeah, he had that trouble with um, uh, Green Hornet and stuff like that. They, yeah. Yeah. So executive produced by Banshee. Banshee was another show that was on... Um, uh, it was in Cinemax. It was about a guy who got out of prison and he pretends to be, is like oh, a small yeah, town, and yeah. he pretends to be someone else. And that show is just full of violence and fucking. Um, who was in that? Titties. Who was the lead? Uh, I can't remember who it was, but the girl, I know the, the girl's been in a lot of stuff. Um, oh, man. It was, it was like, I it know, was basically it, playing like a, he yeah. was like an army, it was playing with the Amish and the crime and, and everything. Yeah. It was just full of boobs and yeah, violence. Yeah, yeah. So it's executive produced by Banshee's John Tropper and the Fast and the Furious Justin Lin, who directed the pilot. The action-packed period drama stars stars Andrew Koi, Koji, uh, sorry, stars Andrew Koji as a Chinese martial arts pro- prodigy who gets caught up with the Tong in the Tong Wars in 1980s San Francisco. So you've got a martial arts guy in 198 uh, sorry. I'm going to say this all again because I'm drunk. <laughs> so you got Andrew Koji as a Chinese martial arts prodigy, prodigy who gets caught up with the tong, in the Tong Wars in 1880, San Francisco. So in 1880, San Francisco. So it's uh, the end of the Old West, mm. and you have got the Tong. Uh, criminal element like the uh, the Chinese mafia starting to build in. San Francisco. Yeah. And you've got a Chinese martial arts prodigy going up against the Tong. That absolutely sounds like San- Bruce Lee. It sounds like like it, it um, sounds like it sounds like um Bruce Lee doing um Fist of Fury. Fist of Fury in San Francisco San Fr- where he lived. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of insane fight sequences and twisted loyalties, this is everything uh, we wanted Iron Fist to be with plenty of uh, political intrigue and historical drama thrown in. Fuck. Yeah, man. I didn't know this existed before reading and doing the <laughs> research for this Christ. episode. 
This, I am all in this for this is show. Like, yeah, it's like Ip Man. It's in Ip, fucking Ip Man is in San Francisco this, back yeah. in the same fucking time era. I've got to yeah. I've got to finish watching Ip Man. Because uh, <laughs> I want to get to the season, uh, the second uh, second movie where he fights fucking Samuel Hung. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And then the third movie where he fights fucking Mike Tyson. Where he just fights everybody. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, Donnie. Oh, fucking, Donnie. Why didn't I put Donnie Yen on my uh, man crush list? Because <laughs> um, he's definitely on there because he beat the piss out of me. Um, but yeah, Warrior, Cinemax. Like, fucking hell. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. on. It's, yeah, definitely. Oh, oh. And then this next one, it's on Stars. So it's probably will be Foxtel or Stan mm. here in Australia. It's called probably The Rook. Stan, yeah. It's called The Rook. Um, again, I didn't know anything about the show until or its existence until doing research for the episode. Um, and this was based. This is the synopsis on IGN in the top shows for 2019 that I got. Based on the novel by Daniel O'Malley, the Rook follows Mafanli Thomas, who, per stars, wakes up in the rain. Uh, wakes up in the rain besides London's Millennium Bridge with no memory of who she is and no way to explain the circle of latex-gloved body, dead bodies scattered around her. When Mafanwi discovers she is a high-ranking official in British Secret Service for people with paranormal abilities, she will have to navigate the dangerous and complex world of the agency to uncover who wiped her memory and why she is a target. Yep, in. Yeah. Done. Okay. Done. Yeah. Yeah, give us another one of those mysteries. Yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, so it's going to be a BBC show. Uh, but on like stars nice next up uh, is uh, Doom Patrol um, so when you watch um, Titans episode 5 I think is the Doom Patrol episode okay uh, which is kind of like a, almost a you'd say a backdoor pilot um, the Doom Patrol is a it's going to be on the DC Universe in the US uh, Netflix eventually in Australia so it'll be once it airs on the DC Universe in total mm-hmm. we'll get it probably two months after Doom Patrol is kind of like uh, it, it come out it's most seminal run was done by Grant Morrison it's weird it's kind of an X-Men um, kind of DC's X-Men vibe the weird characters oh wait yeah Elastigirl no, I did, I did watch the Man. trailer for that yeah 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 so that's that's coming um, there's not much else to say to it I'm, yeah. I'm all in on Doom Patrol as long as, as as long as Doom Patrol is as weird as its source material I'm all in mm, okay <laughs> and the fact that Brandon Fraser is the voice of Robert Man <laughs> and it's got um, Timothy Dalton as uh, that professor. has a uh, cyborg in it. Yes, it? yes. And because now with cyborg being in the show, cyborg will not be getting his own movie. Oh, really? Fuck. Okay. Well, that's because that's the because the Justice League movie failed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that cyborg was boring as fuck. <laughs> there, I, there won't be a movie because because if a character appears on one of their TV shows, he won't be in a film. Which is weird because Superman is on, was Superman was on uh, Supergirl, but existed in the movies, but mm. now won't be existing in the movies. So I wouldn't be surprised if you get an announcement at the end of this year. We'll get a new Lois and Clark style show, a new Lois Superman yeah, show, okay. because they cast a perfect Tyler Hoechlin as uh, Superman, Superman and the yeah. chick that plays 
Supergirl is amazing. They've just um, just announced uh, John Cryer as Lex. That's who's right. Coming yeah. in Supergirl. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised Which if that. Is still so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Him being uh, I think he's going to be nephew in in yeah. part four. <laughs> Uh, oh, no. It's gonna be it's gonna be good. So if you like, that's why. So in Arrow, mm-hmm. you had Deathstroke in season one and season two, and then in then he disappeared, mm. and then he was brought back for an episode, then he disappeared again. Is because they were bringing Deathstroke into the movies because DC is under the uh, under the thought process that uh, the same character cannot exist in two separate things because people won't understand. That yeah. Manu Bennett, uh, Newcastle, uh, re- former Newcastle resident Manu Bennett is Deathstroke on Arrow, yeah. and uh, Joe Manganello is Deathstroke on the t- uh, in the movies. They don't understand. That's what they don't think. So they cut you away. That's why they introduced um, Deadshot in Arrow, and then Deadshot gets killed off in Arrow for Will Smith to play him in Suicide yeah, yeah. Squad because they're retarded. Uh, next, Snowpiercer. Have you ever seen the movie Snowpiercer about the train traveling through? It's got oh, Chris I, Evans. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, I've heard about it. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. based on the movie of the same name, uh, which is also based on a French graphic novel. I haven't seen the movie, um, but I've been told it's good. I should probably watch it. Mm. Uh, it's coming, and then uh, Swamp Thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be DC Universe, so Netflix and Oz, based on the comics character. Hopefully, it's adapting the Alan Moore run. And then finally on my uh, list, and it's in big capital letters, Veronica Mars. Yeah. There is a new Veronica Mars series coming this year, and it's um, a sequel to the movie. A sequel cool. series to the movie, so it's not a reboot, it's not anything. It's, it's just Coast of Bell, it's on. everything on. It's going to be a limited series on Hulu, and that's going to be... That's going to fucking rake in all the money. It's going to get me so weird. I'm so weird. Yeah. Like, I want it more than anything. Yeah. And that was the song. That was the songs. That was the shows of 2019. Mm. We got a nice chunk. It's so much. Yeah. So now, um, so I put a, um, I put a thing out on the internet, on the, uh, on the Twitters, on the Instagrams and the Facebooks. And I just asked a simple question. What TV show would you like to see be remade, rebooted, or a sequel series? Like, it could be an old show, it could be, it could be something that, like, way old, something that you only ever watched one episode that was well before your time that you want to see either be completely remade for today's audience, be rebooted, or you get a sequel series the way, like, um, they've just done with, uh, uh, Will and Grace, we've got a we yeah. got a sequel series to Will and Grace. Uh, X-Files did a sequel series. Yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, the only caveats I kind of had was um, if a show had been remade already between its original to its new one. So um, somebody would said, said to me today, uh, He-Man. Mm. No, doesn't mm. count because it's already been remade as a TV so series. So many times... So it doesn't kind of yeah. count. It needs to be a kind of new update. So that was the caveats. I've got a whole bunch of them, but before we do that, I want to do our own ones. Sid, what's yours? What do you What do you want to do uh, as a reboot or a remake? Okay, so I would like to do a remake. So All a complete right. new version for today's new audiences. Version. Yes, off and don't look at me weird on this one. 
There's two shows. Yeah. Hercules and Xena. Well, okay. Well, one, uh, Xena is already... In, I know oh, Xena is already you. in the plan. Really? Yeah. Xena's been in the plan for... I think the last time I heard was... Um, about six months ago. There is a Xena reboot series uh, in the works that I... That I know oh, of. Okay. Um, right. no, is it no. going to be Raimi and Tappet, or is it going to be I'd, like a totally new thing? I'd have to pause and go through uh, to to have a look. I'm not yeah. sure the logistics. I just know that it was in the works. I could see that it would it would actually be them actually doing that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> totally new cast. And I think it was more along the lines of, of maybe a start, like the way they did with like. Um, Spartacus and... And um, uh, Ashford uh, vs. Evil Dead. Yeah, more of a... Like, they'd probably play up a bit more of the adult yeah, yeah, side yeah. of it. Give us, yeah, give us... They'd play up probably oh, a bit more they of would. the... Uh, Especially with, uh, with, like... Um, the scissoring with, and the... <laughs> you act like it's, it's something that's... Go, like, the happening. It's... it's well, there's going to be the scissoring. It's going to be Xena and... Uh, what was that little offsider? Uh, Gabriella. Gabriella. That was scissoring. <laughs> There was more scissoring going on in that show and than then halfway, else. Yeah, and then like two seasons later, they actually do like a musical episode as well. <laughs> but but uh, but I I totally agree. Like it was something that I never really wa- I never watched either of them, mm. even though like it wasn't until so far they were so deep in those shows that I realized what they were mm. that. They were fun. I, I, it yeah, was a fun yeah. but I, adaption of it. I and that, that, that Rami and that was involved. When yeah, I found yeah. out, like, it wasn't until way late that I found that Bruce Campbell was a Tolicus yeah. in that show. And I was kind of like, oh, fuck. But it was so deep that I'm not even going to bother now. Yeah, like, yeah. I may, well, I may do it in the future. The, uh, this is one of those shows that I do have on, like, DVD. Okay. But I will not watch it again because it, it's, it's so hard to actually get through. Even though I love... Love that B grade part of it, the way they they yep. did it and all that sort of stuff. But there is a point where I can I, I can't sit there. <laughs> I can't do it. Up, but an updated I, I, version I would, would be take, amazing. I I take any sort of which way they do it, like um, maybe more of a comedy version or the full on straight up serious violent fucking. Yeah, sort of I, show. I, I, I I could I, see them doing a mixture of the both. Just yeah, put it on stars, do it. But like, yeah, hands down, I yeah. I yeah. fully agree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to go one for one? Yeah. How yeah, many one. do you? So I've got four. I've only got like the one, but if you, got I've got four, four yeah. but one's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> one's a joke. One, but um, so I'll do me joke one straight up. I'll get it out of the way. Um, I want uh, remakers Saved by the Bell. Give us a new, give us a new version of Saved by the Bell. That's my joke answer. <laughs> Zach Morris is trash. <laughs> yeah, give us a, even give us on a, Facebook, he's trash. Give us, give us a new, give us a new Zach Morris, mm-hmm. new Screech. Give us uh, oh. uh, Slater. Can you imagine like, oh, the deep seediness of the teenage way that it'd be done. Oh, it'd be gross. Oh. <laughs> It'd be fucking so gross. It'd be they, they'd go to uh, they wouldn't go to the the diner afterwards. They'd be all sitting there on their phones bitching about the other one. It'd be all cyberbullying and Screech would not be friends with Zach. Um, and probably at the end of the first episode, Screech kills himself. That's that's the way it would go. Ouch. Uh, and um, yeah, so yeah, my my joke answer is uh, Save by the Bell. 
Do you want to do another one? So how many do you actually have? Of uh, it, when it comes to this sort of subject, all right? I've the reboot, about, the reboot remake. Reboot remake. Um, I've only got about five. Yeah, and so I've already mentioned two. So Zena, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, uh, so what I'll do is i got four. I'll do two here. So I'll do my jerk answer and then I'll do a normal one. Mm-hmm. And then I'll flick back to you. So I'm um, my next one, it should be the joke answer. Mm-hmm. It should be the joke, but I've, it's not a joke. And uh, I've, got a, um, I've, got a, I've got a bit of a sound cue for, for this. Oh, it, yeah, that's what I was going to do with Hercules, but yeah, no. No, I've cool. already, I am. So my sound, um, I'm just going to play it. I've got a sound cue for my other one as well. Um, so... Yes. Um, <laughs> I would like to see an updated. Uh, it doesn't have to be a. It doesn't have to be a sequel series. It could be a complete reboot, a remake, a sequel series. Pay watch. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Lifesaver solving solving crimes. <laughs> Just that movie was a dog shit fucking pile of crap, and it didn't work. Do it as a TV series. It would work. Fuck, it would so work. As, I want as it so the bad. sort of aspect? And no, no, I would just do it full serious. <laughs> just do full serious. <laughs> just, do it a full, just do it as a full serious. Like, the way that the original series did it, yeah. as being a serious lifesaver solving crimes on the beach, Hammer, that beach must have been the worst fucking height. The crime rate on that beach must have been massive. Or actually, no, no, no. Like, you could do it one of two ways. You could do it the ultra serious, so you could do Baywatch in the vein of the new updated version. So you could do Baywatch in the vein of Hawaii Five-O. So you could do a serious version of it. Or you could do yeah. the comedy version, but the comedy version was already done before, and that was Son of the Beach. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm fucking good with that show. That was great. <laughs> uh, so either one I would, I would, I would like, but... Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind it, but this is this is my this is my also ran my. The other two that I've got are my hundred percent, hands down. They're the ones I want. Okay, this is just a. The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, though I haven't really thought too much into it. Uh, into it, uh, one, uh, another one of like my favorite shows that I should have fucking mentioned before. That they should just do a sequel series too. Yeah. All right. Is uh. Reno nine one one. Well, okay. Ugh. So, uh, I listened to someone with Tom Lennon just recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the movie. If you've ever seen the movie, yeah, he has. Miami. He has said that there is something maybe in the future that will be a new. There may be a new Reno nine one one. Oh God, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I lo- <laughs> love Tom Lennon. I love everything that man does. <laughs> Give me more Lieutenant Jim Dangle. Uh, and they, I, think, oh, he doesn't, uh, I think they just did something some not the, recently, very recently. Very recently, I think they did something. It was uh, Ben Garrett, Tom Lennon, and um, the woman. 
Um, Which one? Um, the main, the the, the main blonde one. one? No, the, not the blonde the one. Crazy no, one the, that's always trying to fuck Dangle. Yeah, yeah. Her. <laughs> they did something just recently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, but yeah, fuck yeah! I like uh, yeah. I want um. Fucking, I've got to watch yeah. Miami again. That, I've got <laughs> that fucking movie. This. I've got all the seasons. Uh, we've got all the seasons, and uh, I've never really watched much of it. I've seen key bits, mm. and I've watched the movie, but I need to just go through and watch it all. Yeah, uh, it's because <laughs> 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 uh, I follow uh, I follow Tom Lennon on uh, Instagram and. He, <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he does a lot of stuff with, um, yeah, I can't find him now. Yeah. I'm not in the wrong, I'm in the cheers big ears fucking, yeah, I'm in, oh no, I'm not. Wait, oh, yeah, fuck it, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, Anyways. he, yeah, I, give us a new season of Rena and I'm on one, I'm on, if that's, yeah. if that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You got, a, you got another one? Was that, was that one of yours or was that just you that was, just yeah. spitballing? Well, I was spitballing, but I had thought about it before, but I just figured, ah, fuck it, I'll put it in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You're next. Okay, so um, a show that I want a reboot for. So okay. a complete reboot, a whole new, yep. just, just fresh Just redo start. the fucking show. Uh, Falling Skies. Now, do you... That's a pretty recent show. That had uh, Noah Wiley from... Yeah. Um, it was a Spielberg one. It was yeah, th- three yeah. seasons. It was basically like um, this thing had to compete with Walking Dead. So you had The Walking Dead, which was a survival I think it was before. I think it was, I think it was before Walking Dead. It was a couple of years around, before. Yeah, I think they actually came out around the same time, something like that. But it was... Um, one was about yeah zombies. A and zombie one was apocalypse, and, and the it was, other one was an alien uh, it was, occupation. It was a Steven Spielberg. Yeah, um, yeah, and it got like three seasons, and oh, three seasons. I'll look it up. Um, no, I got it right here. It was on TNT. Four and it was four seasons. It started yeah. in um, 2011, so it was well before The Walking Dead. Yeah, four or five seasons. Sorry. Um, yeah, it, it ended up, it was one of those shows that was rushly ended. And if they well, wait, actually, actually, so no, no, they do it was. So, um, Walking Dead was, uh, 31st of Halloween, 2010. Mm-hmm. Falling Skies was the next year. Yeah. Um, so uh, I just wish that they'd actually been able to have the chance to, properly explored that sort of a story the the alien occupation as a total story you know um opposed to opposed to they had something going i think the show did what it needed to, i i think they needed what they they did yeah. what they needed to do so what you would probably want was more not less of a reboot and more of a like a sequel series and just pick the story back up and do it properly. I'd like to see um, season three. I think it was everything after that. Fuck it off and then just do. Well, they're doing it yeah. with movies. Um, yeah, but yeah, um, 
I, I watched the first. I think I watched the first couple of episodes. And yeah, I, I know you're not super familiar with it. And no, I know that. Yeah, I, I I know it, the show. It's, um, it's one of it those. It just it felt for me for me and it it felt a little too budget sci-fi. It is. It is. Uh, and they they had a they had and a it felt thing. too same same like it was it was just another alien invasion story. Hmm. Yeah, but. Give it, a, give it another shot. Put some... Like, well, fucking Roswell's just been fucking given a remake series. You're right. Well, so it's more of a new update series. There's a new Roswell series. That team <laughs> fucking alien drama in New Mexico is getting a new series, so anything can. Mm. So, for me, uh, the two two big ones I've got, The Rockford Files. Yeah. I'd like to see that be remade. Uh, it's perfect for today's procedural the way that they did do with shows it's a uh so the original series was um james gardner um it was in the 70s i I should have actually wrote more notes about it but i didn't um james gardner have you ever seen maverick maybe maverick the Western uh, with, car playing um, with Mel Gibson. Yeah, the big dick. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the exactly. the guy that plays his father, James Garner. He was the he was the grandfather that come in in uh, Eight Simple Rules for dating my teenage daughter. His grandfather, uh, James Garner. He was in a lot yeah. of stuff. Um, so, uh, the Rockford Files was pretty much it. Lasted um, a couple of seasons. I'm pretty sure. Uh, it was in 1974. Jim Rockford is an ex-con and private detective. He was falsely of, falsely convicted of a crime he didn't commit, but that doesn't stop him using his ex-con buddies to help him solve crimes. Mm. And he pretty much he's just this ex-con that um, is, becomes a private detective and helps people solve crimes. It's a perfect, it's the perfect show to be remade right now. And you would have put somebody like like uh, Nathan Fillion or like. Uh, the guy played Sawyer in Lost, mm. um, in that kind of role. It just it's it just fits just fits perfectly in today's type of story. There was there was rumors a while ago of it being remade, but it never it never made um, any headway. Well, yeah, that's it. Rockford Falls. I'd like to see that be remade. I only ever saw a couple of episodes, but it it stuck with me enough. It lasted six seasons. Jesus Christ. <laughs> No, it lasted that long. Fuck me! All it's right. amazing certain <clears throat> certain shows that like you start watching and then you die off from, and then you just don't realize they. Well, see that show for that, that fucking that show ended what? before I was born. Yeah, <laughs> it started in like nineteen seventy. What did I say? Nineteen seventy four. Last season was nineteen eighty. I was born the next year. Yeah. So, like, oh yeah, Rockford Files is my my next go. You. Go. Back onto Alien Invasion. Oh Jesus! I Christ, actually I want here. to. I actually want to see. Yes. V. Fucking completed. I know. I know. Big it's bog a, bang. There was a. There was a reboot series. No, no. Uh, within the last couple of years. In the last couple of years. Within the last five years, there was another V series. There was a reboot of V. Uh, which was a reboot of the 80s with Robert yeah, Edward's yeah, yeah, yeah. version. Yeah, there was a this reboot. is the one that I'm talking about. It, it went for two seasons and got cancelled. 
so the with um Le- uh, with, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, so, okay. Mocha Fuchs. The, the cabbie, I'd almost pull you up because of the fact that it, it is a show that was originally, re- so it has originally been remade yeah, in its yeah. time period as a series. Pull you on that, that little predilection, but you want to, con- you want to, continuation or like a sequel to what they originally what they did right yeah. okay yeah. fair enough just at least that way they can round it off and just go that's it even if it's a one season thing because it ends on a cliffhanger right yeah i should have i should have put a caveat into it too because shows that get cancelled before their time and end in a cliffhanger mm. if it's a, a sequel series it's going to be a sequel to something that's already completed mm do it because because then you're just giving an extra like it's kind of more of it would be adding reboot re- reboot remake sequel just carry on yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. just give you another season <laughs> give, me, give me one more bit but yeah, yeah. fair enough yeah, yeah. V, I never watched it uh, it it looked it looked it yeah it didn't, it didn't do anything for me yeah well you know me I like I like that sort of a, that storyline that sort of thing. Yeah, I do too. It, yeah, I like, yeah. uh, it's like it's like my romantic vampires. Vampires are fucking monsters. I, I'm romantic. a softie for like um, uh, alien occupied Earth. That's that's me. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I'll let you do. Uh, you got one more? Uh, no. Um, that, that was that was it. That, that was, was it for you. It's yes. Yep. That was it. So my last one, and um, yep. So it was that was it for you. That so it, yeah. it it's kind of it's kind of good because uh, I have to end. We have to end on this one um, because I think you will agree. Mm-hmm. And I've got uh, we've got a former guest I think that would agree. And this is my other sound. Um, my other go. sound part. Um, and when when I play it. I've got a feeling that you'll go, I should have had it on my list. Because it has to be remade. Has to. There's remade. no ifs. Remade. Remade. Just a whole new right. version of it. Uh, I sit it in the same camp as the Magnum PI reboot that's just happened. The Hawaii Five-0 reboot that's just happened. If you can just think. Um, just think. I think I know. Yeah, I think. Yeah, okay. Uh, the... It's perfect. I don't know why they haven't. They made okay. I'll give a, a little bit of a spoiler. They made a shitty movie. In 1972, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... The (laughs) A-Team! I'm playing the full fucking thing. Might not play the full thing. It's gonna be the full. Yeah. The A team. Okay, so 
<laughs> I was going to jump in there while while the narrating was going on. Um, if you have lactose intolerance, do not call. <laughs> but, there, there is legitimately no reason why that show isn't being remade right now. Mm-hmm. It has to be. Like, you have to remake this show. It's perfect. You put it in the same vein as Hawaii Five-0. Here's a fucked up thing. All right. Because as soon as... When when you were talking about... like Send me the text. Like, we're going to do like a TV series. You knew exactly what I was saying. I knew, I knew you were going to fucking touch on this. <laughs> because it has to be. It's, it's, it's the perfect... Like the perfect format for a new TV show. You make it as... It's an action... It's an action TV show. Rogue, yeah, four main reels, basically rogue mercenaries. Four main leads, mercenaries, week to week. You have a crime a week, like you know, monster of the week, uh, freak of the week. You have a story a week that they do. You have an overarching storyline. You have one villain that may pop in in and out for that storyline. Mm-hmm. That's it. Done. Done. You have your Hannibal, face, Murdoch, and. Uh, <laughs> I pity the fool. I ain't getting no blame. Would you, do it, would you do it as the aspect of um, how TV shows now are so so big on <laughs> continuing a storyline, or would you do no, it no, like a, a one-off one-off episode per episode? You know, like every episode is its own story. story. That's it. So you would do a freak all the week. It'd be yeah. It'd be like every episode has its own thing, but you'd have yeah, an overarching. You'd break what the what the actual aesthetic of every show is right now. No, but you still get those shows. You still get the shows that have the episode to episode story. Mm. Hawaii Five O, Miami, yeah, uh, okay. Magnum PI, all these guys. They do that type of stuff, but they have an overarching storyline that weaves in and out. So you just do in scenes when they're not going after this. You touch upon the. The, the yeah, overarching storyline. Yeah, yeah, so you have yeah, like one. Yeah. So you do your first villain. You play into the fact that they've been um, put in for a crime they didn't commit, and you solve that crime mm. in that first season. Then yeah. you have another villain, overarching villain, but each week is a separate case that they take on, and uh, you know, Barakas fixes uh, the the van into something else he makes some new fucking contraption you have uh, face being you have face being some charming motherfucker you have Hannibal saying I love it when a plan comes together and you have Murdoch being a crazy bitch that's what you do every episode yeah 18 that's what it needs to be yeah. tough, tough titties that's what it is <laughs> yeah uh, and so that's our choices we've had some listener submissions so we had uh, Shannon Ravel on Facebook he said, Dino Riders, either, either as a movie or a reboot series. I would throw... This is going to be a definite part of the future cartoon, cartoon episode. Cartoon episode. But I agree. I think it's a good choice. Um, uh, and it's also uh, part of a future toy episode as well. Um, mm. Because I had him. We had uh, Jay from Night Train. Uh, My name is Earl. Rebooted. Um, <laughs> I... I love my name as Earl. I don't see. I can't see it being rebooted. You'd maybe do a sequel series. He was um, very whinging about um, the way it ended and stuff like that. He he preferred the whole aesthetic of the show be redone so that way they can actually get a major story arc done at the end. 
But that's yeah. the thing with the show. You can't get what you what you want. Like yeah, a show exactly. will end be yeah. well, the show will end before its time. Mm. And the show had plenty of time to end that storyline of him filling off that list and then becoming something else. Yeah. So the only way you would do it, I would say, is to do pick it up from where it left off. Mm. So you do a couple of years later, you do a re not a reboot, you do a sequel series with Earl still fucking about, yeah, still yeah. doing his list, and you pick it Looking up from like where a it creepy off. Because if you because if you reboot it, then you got to start from scratch again. And mm. this, if you do a sequel series, you can play off the history. Yeah. Yeah. So you do a season, what it say <clears throat> on season four? This is season five. Yeah, what I'm begging for V is just yeah. give me that last. Just episode. give it, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have Beck Craig on Facebook. Um, this one was gonna be uh, would be on my list, would be on your list, would yep. be on every motherfucker's list on Which the face is, of the planet, um, and it's the most that, that um, it's on my w- favorite lists of all time. Which uh, I am formally inviting you to a under the stars viewing of the entire series. Okay, fair enough. And yep. it's Firefly. Um, it I didn't have it on my list because it's just too obvious. And of course, I should mention it because listeners don't know that that's an obvious choice for me. But uh, yeah, and we had another. Uh, we had um, Naomi Burgess, uh, who is Adam, past guest uh, of Ten and Ten Point Five, uh, the fiance of Adam Porter. She yeah. also said um, that I gave her the option to have another option, but she didn't do it. So <laughs> tough cities, you lumped in with Beck. <laughs> Uh, Quinn Davis, we got Biker Mice from Mars. Um, this was after I had to re-edit and put the caveat of no cartoons because cartoons are, unless it's a certain, there's a certain type of cartoon which we'll come into later. There's somebody had said a cartoon, but um, stuff like Biker Mice from Mars or uh, he he actually named three. Yeah, named a couple. I only yeah. wrote the one down, but I because I. <clears throat> Because those other ones would play into the future cartoon episode. Not only that, but also plays into the toy episode as well. Yeah, as well. Um, Matt Goodwin, uh, greatest American hero. (laughs) And that actually was, uh, there was a remake in the works um, with the Indian actress from New Girl. Yeah. Yeah, she was, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was going to be a gender swap swapped version of the show and she was going to be the and it 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 fizzled out and it didn't end up happening mm-hmm. uh it was the um it was a show that i always thought nathan fillion should have been in <laughs> yeah he would have been perfect as the greatest american hero just taking over the william cat roll flying backwards just yeah uh, I think that's I think that was good. Awesome. Uh, Habit uh, music on Instagram. That's so Raven. Yep. Uh, guess what, mate? <laughs> um, uh, he wrote that's so Raven with the original cast. Well, guess what? There already is. It's called Raven's Home. It's a sequel series, and it's got um, her with her children and their children. Her children have got abilities the way she did in the original series of That's So Raven. So <laughs> done. Um, <laughs> Uh, Methan Joan, Jones, uh, M-E-T-H-A-N-J-O-N-N-E-S on Instagram. Uh, family Ties. Mm. 
Yep. Um, a, what a classic family sitcom. You could basically, yeah, basically just. I would say Where for that Tom would just Hanks be a remake. Turns around and punches a kid in the face. <laughs> it would just be a remake <laughs> of that series. Um, I I think it's perfect for the way it is, and I think you mm. could. There's there's certain shows I feel that sit within the way they are. You can't do a remake or a reboot or a redo yeah. of it. It exists the way it is. Like yeah. yeah, they exist the way. It, the only way you would do it is you would you wouldn't do a Family Ties TV series. You would do um, fuck. What's his name? You'd do Michael J. Fox's character. Yeah. And his family, and you do it as a sequel series of well, him, the same as grown uh, up, Full House, Full House with Fuller House. Yeah, you do yeah, it yeah. as that. That's the only way I could see you do a uh, Family Ties. That's. I was just thinking this. Um, if you would do like a sequel series, something like that, is the guys from Seinfeld finally coming out of jail? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then having to deal with. The way that society is now. <laughs> <laughs> the closest thing with that is is actually um, curb your enthusiasm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tim Burgess and Facebook future guest uh, space above and beyond. I didn't even know this show existed until he wrote it, and I did a bit of research for it. It's a good premise. I wouldn't mind actually seeing it be remade. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Smith, Facebook, uh, and uh, last week's guest host. Who? Uh, <laughs> Heroes. Which one? Yeah, his was <laughs> Heroes, and not the shitty one they tried a couple of years ago. <laughs> uh, I totally agree. Uh, a reboot of that series would be good. Mm-hmm. Lenny, uh, The Mole. The Mole. I actually hit him up about this last night because I was drinking with that. And I game. liked that series. Yeah. Grant Bowler is the host. <laughs> you know, fucking do it. Yeah. It was it was good. It was that cool kind of espionage show. I was a fan of The Mole. Mm. And good choice, Lenny. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Lewis, he told me this in person. He wants a mature audience reboot of the Power Rangers. Kind of like when he told me, I was like, "Oh, that's cool," but it doesn't kind of fit within yeah, the but, parameters of it. And but that's the thing, like, but there, because there are still of, they are still going a lot of constantly. Those sort of shows are always oh, there's a bunch of teenagers that now have these mechs and they fucking form this thing, and opposed to like here's some adults. Here's the thing that they needs to met each that other is. on Tinder, and then next thing they got sucked into like the fucking the, these robots. They and, fucked themselves yeah. into a uh, <laughs> into an STD into a situation. Yeah. Uh, the thing with that is that with Power Rangers, it needs to not be around for an extended period of time. We need at least ten to fifteen years of no Power Rangers at all. Well, that's the thing. Like um, a bunch of uh, uh, a couple of the Power Rangers series actually went into like a darker sort of a thing well they've got the whole thing now they've brought, from... they've brought back the original yeah green guy yeah. and his daughter is going to be taken over his actual real life daughter is going to be taken over the role in a okay. future series uh, F- Gary, uh frank something or whatever the fucking i don't, I don't give a fuck frank i don't give a sh- no. frank <laughs> oh, no, i don't give a fuck frank um i don't know podcast on instagram uh they said the critic and this is a cartoon that fits within that because it was an adult cartoon and it mm. was on like the Comedy Comedy Central. Comedy no? Central, I'm pretty sure. I had John Lovitz as a critic. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's co- Comedy Central. Yeah, Comedy yeah, Central. Yeah. It was a Matt Groening um, uh, yeah. show. Uh, a spin-off show from The Simpsons, it, and it fits. It fits it within sucks. it because it, it fits because it's not a traditional mm. 
Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. So I yeah. could see a sequel series for that being done. His other one, he had another one which was uh, called. Uh, I did not know about it, and I had to read it. I had to look it up, and I fucking love it. Uh, it was Street Hawk. It was in 1985 on the ABC in the US. It lasted 13 episodes, and um, the this was the premise of the show, as narrated before every episode during the open titles. It was voiced by Ernie Anderson. I don't know who that is. This is Jesse Mark, an ex-motorcycle cop, injured in the line of duty. Now a police troubleshooter, he's been recruited for a top-secret government mission to ride Streethawk, an all-terrain attack motorcycle designed to fight urban crime, capable of incredible speeds up to 300 miles per hour and immense firepower. Only one man, Federal Agent Norman Tuttle, knows Jesse Mark's true identity, the man, the machine, Streethawk. Yeah! Fuck it, I want it. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. A cop on a fucking ultra machine like super bike. Super bike. Yes. Yes. I did not know this show existed. I'm going to go home and look for torrents of this show. I want to see what garbage this show is because it's it's okay. It's going to be garbage in 1985. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's going to be awesome if they did it now. Street Hawk. You gotta look it up. Yeah, look for I'm not doing it now. Street Hawk intro. intro. Okay, we're gonna pause. I'm gonna watch this Street Hawk intro. We'll be back in a second. That's fucking just that, <laughs> yeah. that opening is amazing. Just YouTube the uh, Street Hawk opening. Um, yeah. It's typical of all eighties um, shows opening. It had the synth going. The it, synth. Oh, it was just. It, it was, was yeah. Whatever great action fan, shot they could get out of that series yeah, was in that fucking it was intro. And yeah, fantastic garbage. <laughs> yes. And so good that I'm legitimately I will go and I will try to torrent the rest of the show. And I'm going to want this show now. <laughs> I don't know podcast. Good job. Yeah. You are like I didn't have a good I didn't have a good egg for this week. You yeah, are you're a good egg. good egg for bringing that out. Thank you so much. And then uh, lastly, the last one we got uh, from Ty Brosif, Um and uh, yes, that's my brother. <laughs> uh, he put uh, a country practice, which was an Australian uh, TV series. Peggy, Peggy? From that, uh, just cookie. recently died. Yeah, yeah, Cookie, yeah, and, uh, Frank, yeah, and, um, is Fatso. Esme, 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 is yeah, Esme Watson. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that would as a kind of just do an updated remake series. I was a, actually thinking about that as well. Uh, yeah, he gave me a whole list of them, but I chose mm. the best ones out of it. Um, Moonlighting. Don't get Bruno back, but... <laughs> yes, don't get fucking Bruce back, but do a remake of that series yeah. with a private detective and an actress that wants to be a detective. Yeah, yeah. You kind of had it with this new show that had Rachel, Rachel Bilson um, just come on long ago. Take Two it was kind of very similar, but I, yeah. I would love it. Um, he would like a sequel series to Becca. <laughs> just get an older, right. Ted, an older Ted Danson in. Yeah. Just... Being a grumpy fucking P, uh, GP. I like, I like I like what he's um actually thinking about here is um the older uh, the way the older shows ran compared to like the new newer modern day sort of a thing. Yeah, you do actually revamp it. Well, so like a country practice work. would definitely have been on my list, mm. and so would moonlighting. Packer, 
I'm glad he did. The last one he told me today, and uh, I'd love to see a remake of it, is uh, Dinosaurs. <laughs> Doing okay. up a, a remake of Dinosaurs. So, not um, the mama, not the mama. <laughs> so the Flintstones yeah, with yeah, dinosaurs. Yeah. No, I can. I, yeah, I can see that. I can see that because, especially when it came to say, the Flintstones uh, were taking satire off the modern day and then doing it back is if and it that, was and, that and show, then you had Futurama which was the modern day satired as the future and that show and that, that show with the dinosaurs was those those costumes that they were in and mm. and the fact that that show spoilers I'm going to do it right now I don't care if you never saw it but that show ended yeah. with them all fucking dying of yeah, the yeah. ice age and it was uh, the Earl was the Earl dad? was the father, yeah. yeah. And he caused the Ice Age, wasn't it? And then it ends with the Ice Age. They all yeah, die. Yeah, yeah, And they, they have to bunker in because they don't know what's going to happen. It's and it's so fucking sad and morbid. Yes, depressing <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. So that's uh, that's uh, remake, reboot, and modern update. That's that section. Mm. Uh, thank you for everybody that, um, that commented in. Oh, wait, I actually... Uh, did I... No, I'm going to... There was one and I missed it. I don't know how I missed it. Did I miss it? Yeah, I missed it. That's crazy. I skipped it. And I wasn't going to skip it because it was such a stupid fucking choice. Uh, but I'm going to skip it. But you can't... No, you can't just... You can't just do that. What, you, you said that you're going to skip it or you shouldn't have skipped it. You can't just skip it. What? <laughs> Okay, you you want me to do it? Ah, uh, this was Josh Threadgate via Facebook, The Cosby Show. <laughs> That's why I was going to skip it. <laughs> Seriously? Like, I can understand from a certain point of view, and this wasn't the thought process behind uh, writing that, you could do a spin-off series, Huxtable, and you do it called Theo, and you have Theo grown up, or Rudy, and you have them with their family. Mm. But then you hear Huxtable, and that strams back to the most prolific fucking rapist in history. Yeah. Bill Cosby. No, we're moving on. <laughs> Can't do it. No, we're moving on. Fucking Can't done. Do um, yeah, so uh, I don't know, podcast, you're the good egg for giving us uh, Street Hawk. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so um, good. Thank you very much for that. I've got to write that down. Um, <laughs> Do you have any good eggs that you want to? Actually, about? no, no. I I had a very very weird sort of a week where I didn't get to absorb any true good eggs or shunts. So yep, fair enough. Yeah, uh, my shunt is my fucking head. Um, I'm fucking sick of it. Every time I shave my head, and I did last week, mm-hmm. uh, it takes, uh, I usually do it where three or four days later, I'll shave my head again. But every time, either a day, or maybe sometimes five days, either a day or two days before I go to shave my head, I end up clipping my head on something, which then cuts me and puts a chunk out of my head, which then bleeds and has an open wound, so therefore I cannot shave my head. Every fucking time. It happened yesterday, and I was going to shave my head yesterday. So, my noggin is the shun of the week. (laughs) 
fucking stupid, bald fucking head. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and now we're going to go into any social media. This is all the places you can get a hold of us. Uh, you can email us at cheersbigearspodcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at cheersbigpod. We're on Instagram at cheersbigearspod. You can uh, follow us on Facebook at cheersbigearspodcast. And we're available on Stitcher, Spotify, and iTunes, where you can get all the episodes. You can get it on uh, the Libsyn, which is our core page where everything gets up. Everything else is RSS. Fuck Google, because we're still not able to get on Google. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, Sid's on uh, Instagram, but he's not ready to give that out yet, I don't think. Oh, um, I'll get there. I'll yeah, get there. I'm, uh, you yeah. can follow me on Instagram, on the Chad's Rad at Instagram. You can just look at selfies or me reposting stuff from the <laughs> Cheers Big Ears podcast. Uh, that's that. Yep. Uh, drink responsibly. Yep. Don't be a drongo. Uh, thanks for listening. We're all at, uh, I want to bring this up actually before we go. We're at almost 500 downloads for 14 episodes, 500 downloads. Thank you to everybody that's, uh, that's, that's downloaded, that's listened. Let's get to, we're at the last time I looked, we're at 446. Mm. Uh, let's get, let's get to five. Share the fuck it. out Let's of this. Let's do it. Let's Come on. Share it. Rate. It's a douchey thing for us to ask, but just no, no. It is, but uh, you know, rate <clears throat> and review. Rate us. Uh, rate and review we, us we on Instagram. This, five stars. Chad, we have this fucking goal. All right, that we want to get this to the point where it's actually going to be a business. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I want to. Yeah. And we need enough listeners out there, and you, awesome people. The good eggs that you got, at you gave the good egg to all of our listeners before yep. the end of the year. We want to actually get a big following, so that way we can actually get some fucking sponsorship to make this a business. To make it better, right. like the better, Please. faster, stronger. We can do more episodes. We can do uh, audio commentaries. Uh, at some point this year, we'll do our Patreon. Um, we, but we need your help. We need so, your help. So here's the thing: um, it's going to be hard because I've got us under comedy on. Um, on iTunes, I might have to change that because oh, we'll we're slip my wrist and call it reality. We're, we're, we're after after some, <laughs> we're some heavy hitters, but you know, just rate and review us on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Rate us on uh, Spotify. You know, write a review and Wherever rate us you and recommend us. Re- recommend us on Facebook if you're following us on Facebook. You might not think it means anything, but it does. It helps. It helps us move up the ranks. It helps us get to more yeah. people. Just. Just fucking do it. Please. please <laughs> that's all it. I ask. But again, again, thank you for everybody that's listening every week. I'm going to say this. Uh, when we hit to 500 downloads, I'm going to, I'll probably, I'll probably mention it and cry on episode. We'll yeah. see how it goes. <laughs> uh, but that's it for episode 14. Uh, most probably, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to call this episode, um, you'll get square eyes because <laughs> It's all TV. Yeah. Either that or uh, the boob tube. <laughs> um, until next week, I'm uh, the Chad. My name's Sid. And cheers. <laughs> cheers.